Well, here's a basic intro by Mike Spillane. In just two minutes, it came to life. Still better than anything Craig creates. Let's groove along with this cool doo-wop tape. This is my life's intro so sweet Two minutes, it's got a groovy beat Yeah, it's catchy and it's off the charts Why my life's two-wop songs are set apart No, well, I don't know what that was, but welcome everybody to the Blind Mike Project. I don't know where our usual music is. I don't know what that was, but here we are. <laughs> and it's going to be a very YouTube-friendly show today because we learned last week, uh, you know, these guys like Minahan and Portnoy, they're so dangerous that even mentioning them, it gets you uh, demonetized. So we're staying away from these dangerous characters today. We don't want to, we are YouTube-friendly guys. Like, subscribe. You know, hit the notification bell so you always know when we go live. Comment. Leave a comment, guys. Leave something fun. Like, is Craig wearing a hat today? And if not, why not? I'm, you know? not, I'm not. I'm not wearing a hat. Well, why? Why do you do that? Because I want people to throw up their chicken parm. That was still my favorite comment ever. <laughs> I don't. I, 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 we need all the listeners we can get here. Don't drive people away. What is so, I don't have the luxury of vision. Mm-hmm. I have, com- for the people that don't know what I'm talking about. I have They're a. Listeners uh, only. I have a widow's peak and people throw up when they see it. We get comments every week talking about how disgusting Craig's head is. I know. I have, I've worn a hat. Can you make yourself smaller on the screen when you're not wearing a hat? Um, I could. Put yourself um, in a little box. Yeah, I could, could do be that. Fun. I could do that. I definitely but, could. I think that's a good idea. Put yourself in a little box and can you make your voice tinier? Like speed up your voice? Like squeaky. And we get a little Craig. Then it's cuter that you're a disgusting monster. Exactly. Like uh, my my hair follicles are going to come soon is what it would sound like instead of disappearing. Let's start doing that. Disappearing quickly. So so I don't know. I kind of, uh, I I lost interest in it as always when I try to involve Hack Ride in something because (laughs) the life has sucked out of me. So uh, we our, our show got like demonetized. I assume it's because of talking about the surviving barstool stuff. Probably. It's very weird. Probably. Um, so I said, oh, this week we'll do like an over the top. We're trying to be good boys for YouTube thing. Um, it's just a you know random idea I had. So I message Hack Ride and just say, hey, for the intro this week, don't do any uh, jokes about Craig's proclivities and don't curse. That's all I said. Like I hadn't explained what I was doing. And before I get a response, before I even look back at my phone, there is a tweet with that message screenshotted (laughs) saying breaking news, free speech advocate, blind Mike (laughs) trying to censor. So I messaged him and I go, come on, what are you doing? (laughs) What? And then his response to that is, well, how would I know it was a joke? <laughs> I'm like, because I've never demanded you watch your language before. I don't know. But so then Hackride goes on to say like, well, you didn't explain to me it was a joke. So I did. Hackride tweeted that immediately. So essentially, <laughs> it's like if I said, you know, hey, Craig, watch this. I'm going to go tell Hackride a joke. Hey, Hackride, knock, knock. <laughs> And then Hackrad tweets out, Blind Mike employs martial law. He's invading your homes. No. Let me finish explaining first. (laughs) 
So I guess Hackright will be here to explain himself. But I also said, like, hey, could we get just a generic intro uh, this week? <laughs> and you got it. Yeah, so, th- so this is weird. <laughs> I, said, I-, I said in the intro, um, don't have any uh, cursing or, or, you know, pedophilia jokes. And uh, which also the pedophilia thing, we drove into the ground a few weeks in a row. So I was like, they give Craig a break. He has other flaws we could point out. That's right. Like my hair. Yeah. So, uh, so then Hackrad go back and forth as we often do. He summarizes it. He always summarizes it at the end. An argument with Hackrad is like a sitcom because then at the end, he gives you the narration summary where he's like, you know, we tussle, we go back and forth, but we go grow closer at the end. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I said, um, you know, no, no cursing in the intro. And eventually his reply was like, beautiful, week off for me. Which I thought he just meant he was going to send like one of our intros where we have the girl with the nice voice mm-hmm. who says, uh, you know, go to blindmike.net, which guys still do that, even though it didn't say it. You, you didn't get the marching orders in the intro, but go to blindmike.net. That's where you find everything, all of our links. Mm-hmm. We had a girl's lovely voice that would say that kind of stuff. And then we play our intro music and the show begins. And uh, I didn't understand what he meant when he said week off. So then last night I checked in with him again and said like, hey, do we have a generic intro for tomorrow? And he goes, oh, no, you told me to, to delete them because you hate them. And it's like, did I? This is where he has me questioning my sanity. I was like, because I asked Craig, haven't I specifically said to you how much I like those? Yeah, yeah well, once in a while, it's nice to have just a plain guy. I said, I, I said, I really liked, I liked the girl's voice. I love our uh, intro music. And I, I've said to Craig before I like them. Maybe I haven't said that to Hackright, but I thought he goes, Oh no, you said you hated them. So I deleted all of them immediately. (laughs) When could I have said, maybe I jokingly said I hated, I don't remember any context where I said I hated that. No, I think actually the last time we had the generic girl voice one, I think the show started with you saying how much you enjoyed that. I think I requested more of those. (laughs) I was like, let's just do that because Often we don't, you know, Hackred sends the intros generally like Sunday morning ish, or at least that's when I see them. And uh, there's some sketch involved. And it's like, oh, well, now we have to start the show with this. It's some, like something I wasn't anticipating talking about, really. It gets us off track. So I like the generic intros because it's just an easy way to start the show. I don't have to start by pointing out Craig's, you know, malicious crimes, mm-hmm. things like that. Allegations. Yeah. So, you know, that, so I like the generic and hacker was like, no, you made me delete. Them. <laughs> what are you talking about? But I guess he'll be here to, uh, to, to rectify this at the end of the show today. I hear both he and uh, Electra Fry are popping in. Oh, good. The, the, uh, the French fries with the big tits, he says. <laughs> oh, oh that, that was another thing. He said the last time she was on, he said, you're not, by the way, we broke our, now you're not allowed to say that word, (laughs) but, but how said last time we were on, you told him he's not allowed to, to use naughty language like that. I said, I said, don't put it in the beginning of the show because it gets demonetized immediately. Yeah. That part's what's not sinking through to him. I think. (laughs) Like, wait 10 minutes. He thinks, like, that means we're saying never curse again, even in your personal life. You wait 10 minutes, and I'm pretty sure you're good. Yeah, I think we already botched it, but hey, mm-hmm. you know. Guys, smash the like button. <laughs> Subscribe. And hey, you know what? 
uh, we have gifted memberships. It's the Christmas season. What better to uh, put in your uh, loved one's stocking than to say, hey, you guys can get Why You Laughing a week early. Merry Christmas. So uh, we have gifted memberships, I guess, that you can get for people. If you want to, actually, it is, I think it's good because if you want to show people the show, you're like, hey, here, you know, for $5, uh, go check out Blind Mike's stuff. I don't know. If I you guess like, that's the point of it. Yeah, if you like it, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, become a YouTube member or a patron. You get more on Patreon. We're allowed, uh, oh, I'm not supposed to say that for the algorithm. Right, right, right. Hey, they're both just as good. So mm-hmm. go try, preferably YouTube, but whichever one you want. And uh, blindmike.net is where you can find all the links. Support the show for free. We appreciate it. Or become a member. Uh, all of that is is good. And if you like and comment and all that stuff. Have you put a hat on yet? Nope, I have not. Who are you, who are you rebelling against? I want them to. The, these hack writers? They can super chat their displeasure. And I'll read Yeah, let it. us know. If we, guys, if we hit a certain dollar number today, Craig will put a hat on. <laughs> yeah. If we hit 300 bucks, hats going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um uh, and just so one you, for three hundred dollars. Just see yeah, exactly. Just so YouTube knows too. Uh, Dave Portnoy was legitimately down. The don't, street. don't say his name. I know. No. 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 This is good. This is good. This is good. Oh, he, okay. he was just down the street from my house yesterday, doing a my favorite pizza shop, and I didn't go. Good. Yeah. Good. Mostly, That's sweet. I, I didn't know he was there till after he left, but I didn't go. No. Good. In protest. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We're with you, YouTube. Yep. No um, more cursing. It's good on the internet that you have decided to demonetize curse words. That's very smart of mm-hmm. you. I think it's a good plan. And uh, I think in the long run, it'll be beneficial because eventually we'll be able to watch baseball and football games on YouTube mm-hmm. instead of everything we've been watching for the last 12 years. I think there's some sort of happy medium between uh, YouTube and Twitter because YouTube, you can't do anything. And on Twitter, I'm just scrolling my feed and I come across like beheading videos. Don't don't say it. <laughs> No, no, this is. You have to say uh, people are left headless. Right, right. People are, uh, they're not thinking anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, all, it's all very sad, but we don't do that here. We don't promote any naughtiness here on the Blind Mike Project. We're, we're good boys. We got some super chats. Um, Whoa, hey, it's working. Yep. <laughs> uh, box Eating Dad, two bucks. F Chris Clemmer slash roast of Craig Oconey soon. Yeah, he's very, uh, I, get, I get a lot of messages. He's very down on uh, Chris Clemmer. He Not is. Not a fan. Um, yeah. Well, hey, until the next Cheers member dies, I won't associate with him. <laughs> Dang lizard, two euros. Craig has reasons to do a, quote, family-friendly, end quote, show. That, it's very beneficial to Craig, and we won't mention why. That's how mm-hmm. good we're being. Yes, we're behaving. Yes. Uh, Dang lizard again, five euros. Blind Mike, knock, knock, hack ride. Click here for more Blind Mike's highly disputed and critical commentary on no-knock raids. Is Blind, <laughs> is blind Mike a monster? That knock, knock, and hack ride blasts me in the face with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dominic, two bucks. Morning, Mike. Always forget it's this early. LOL. Early? Where are you, Dominic? I'm it's curious. On the East Coast, it's 10, for God's sake. Hey, Wake up. He might be with hack ride sleeping right now. It's seven, Maybe. hack ride is. Maybe, yeah. Well, we like to, you know, we're like um, Charles Osgood. Mm-hmm. We like to soothe you on a Sunday morning. That's right. But what wasn't soothing is, I'll tell you, oh, I said go to blindmike.net, right? You did several hey, times. You know, go to YouTube, become a member. Yeah, we have to say go to blindmike.net a lot because it was for some reason not in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that was. When I said a generic intro, he's like, well, here's what they play every week, pretty much. <laughs> I think it just says, 
uh, and here he is, blind Mike, and clapping. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, I don't know what he thought generic meant. <laughs> <laughs> Just the lady, the lady voice. Yeah, I liked her, but it's all been wiped from the history book. So mm-hmm. Electra Fry, get to work. That's right. <laughs> Um, speaking of our friends, the, the blind Mike family, it's the Christmas season, you know, so hack ride, electrify They're they're our family. Yep. Another person I would consider our family. Uh, we had a close call with this week. I mean, I got a text from you at like five in the morning. So I knew something was up. I was texting people frantically. Yep. I was, <laughs> I was broken <laughs> up about this. So, uh, a patron, if you go to blindmike.net, you can become one of those. We also have merch, by the way, at blindmike.net. Clugmania so. shirts running wild. Yeah, go support that. Uh, but a, a gearhead on Patreon reached out to me and said, hey, I enjoyed David Collins on your show. So I started checking out the David Collins 30-minute half-hour show. And in some of my Googling, I found this article from the day he was messaging me. And it's up on the screen now. Okay, could you give me a little, uh, read for the folks a little of what's going on here in this article that uh, this gentleman sent me. So the headline is, and you don't know the name for a minute, because the headline right. just says, pickup truck that crashed into a ravine leads to first responders to find driver dead, and it says Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, so Manhattan, Kansas, if you listen to David Collins, he's always mentioning that he was a radio guy in Manhattan, Kansas. So I think, uh-oh, why, why is he sending me this link? That is not a popular place to live. No, not it doesn't seem like it would be. I mean, David Collins is a fairly, fairly generic name, but that's mm-hmm. not. You know, I looked it up. I'm big, I'm big on populations, as you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, I think David Collins and his buddies are the the crew I'm going to move to uh, Vermont with. Nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 fatherless ship we're yep. opening up there in Vermont. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, David Collins is a fairly generic name, but Manhattan, Manhattan, Kansas is not overly populated. So I'm like, oh, that's strange. Um, a pickup truck that crashed into a ravine after it veered off Manhattan Road uh, led first responders to find the driver deceased. The Riley County Police Department indicates that just before 8 p.m. on Tuesday, December 5th, emergency crews were called. Um, when first responders arrived, they said they found a Ford pickup truck driven by David Collins, 33, had veered off the road and crashed into the ravine. And that's where I'm like, 33, that's, he, he feel, I thought he was younger than me for sure, but I was like, he feels like he could be around my age. That wouldn't be wild if he was 33 years old. Correct. So I was like, oh boy. That, now, must, Craig, that mustache is like 50 years old. It's a solid mustache. Craig, always uh, a steady hand at the wheel and knows how to, you know, to comfort me. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, I mean, there's no chance it's anyone else. So definitely him. <laughs> I mean, what are the odds of that? (laughs) David Collins is a generic name, but yeah, Manhattan, Kansas, around around my age. That's that's the part. The Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah. So, so Craig is like, oh, well, you should panic. So now I'm like, uh, (laughs) well, yeah, I I had some people on it too. I'm like, yeah, I need to find out if this is him. And they're all like, yup. Well, I'm, I was worse. I'm messaging everyone. I'm, the, I'm clearly this guy's biggest fan because mm-hmm. I'm messaging people that are associated with his show. This is how deep I go in David Collins' 30 minute half hour show. Yeah. I'm messaging Austin angles and Dan McCullough. <laughs> and I'm like, David, it's like a uh, Frank Costanzo when George Steinbrenner stops by. Yep. Jerry Steinbrenner's here. George is dead. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, bad news. <laughs> now, 
one of the gentlemen uh, was was cool, common, collected Austin Engels, who I think we'll have on the the show at some point. But I messaged this guy Dan McCullough, and he goes, "I'm calling him, and he's not answering. This is bad." <laughs> <laughs> what's so a I'm, what's a phone call? I'm like panicking everyone. I, I, I'm showing up at a uh, you know Mrs. Collins' house in my dress blues. Like I'm sorry, I've got news about your son. <laughs> you got a folded flag. <laughs> I'm spreading the I'm spreading the word to people that don't care. I so Cardiff Electric was on his show before I was, mm-hmm. and I messaged Cardiff, and I go, "Is this our David hey, Collins?" I'm to Dave. which Cardiff Cardiff replied, "Who?" <laughs> so I'm I'm knocking on people's doors that don't even know who I'm talking about. I mean, have you seen this boy? You were on his show. <laughs> So, so I'm panicking. And then finally, um, Austin Engels messages me back and says, David Collins, our David Collins is actually younger than 33. So the good news is this poor dummy, David Collins isn't ours. Good riddance, David. It must be kind of wild to to know how people react to your death. I posted, um, I posted something on YouTube, you know, you can do the community post or whatever. Mm -hmm. I posted something and I said, uh, I guess it's some other poor schmuck, David Collins. And someone someone replied, um, just because someone died, I don't know why you need to refer to them as a, quote, poor schmuck. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? That's a good point. I never thought of it that way. That's I'm a great mention. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, but then um, uh, perusing Instagram, a post yeah. pops up. Yeah, so this, you know, because of the, the wildfire I was spreading around the nation, <laughs> a hot debate happened. You know, I'm sp- I'm spreading fake news. I'm the source of fake news now. Not really YouTube. I'm kidding. Yeah, Mike Mike tweets out to more than twenty thousand people that this guy's dead. <laughs> Collins is dead. And by the way, I never rectified it on Twitter. <laughs> people are just like, ah, oh, that's a shame. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> oh man, I wonder if he got to watch that Matt Rife special before he died. <laughs> so it is funny to know, like. You know, I wouldn't say I was in tears, but I was pretty busted up that this kid died. I didn't enjoy the news. <laughs> Literally. So like I went through this whole morning of messaging people and then I walked, um, you know, I had my morning coffee and then I walked back in to the room that Alba's in and I didn't say anything. And she goes, what's wrong? <laughs> and I, go, I go, what? She goes, I just, the look on your face, it seems like you're distraught. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even know. I'm wearing it on my sleeve. How, how sad I am that David Collins is not with us. But the good news is, um, Craig was scrolling through Instagram and happened to see this video alerting the people that were in a frenzy about this. Hey there, I'm David Collins, host of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show, and I'm alive. <laughs> Always right to the point. <laughs> it's a short show. You got to get right to it. Yeah. So good news. David Collins is still with us. And it was odd because... I just happened to send you David Collins clips before I even saw this news. Right before. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, am I going to have to turn this into a, you know, a posthumous Sarah? Are we going to have to honor this man? Luckily, that's not the case. But I did have a couple clips from David Collins that I wanted to play. Um, you know, he was on the show recently, you may recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess he's heard some of the rumors that have been circulating around this show. I, David Collins is, has his, you know, his uh, hands in a lot of uh, cookie jars. So maybe it's maybe I'm misunderstanding. But let's just play this promo that he felt compelled to run on a, the most recent episode of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show. The new sponsor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
One last thing before we start the show, we have a special sponsor break for you today. Hey there. I'm David Collins. Given the context of many emails that we received recently in response to my association with a certain show, we've decided <laughs> to take this week's sponsor break to talk about something serious. As you can see behind me, it's a big world out there, and you don't always fully know the people that you're speaking with. Here at David Collins' 30-minute half-hour show, we take human trafficking very seriously. Human trafficking is a crime and represents the end of a childhood. Find out more at savethechildren.org. <laughs> <laughs> and we have so many great sponsors <laughs> on this show. Like I said, just me today. No guests. Unfortunately, it can be tough getting a guest with my reputation sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think his association with this show has ruined his uh, guest booking <laughs> process. <laughs> he was in front of a playground. It was very funny. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting, like Some people uh, hate David Collins. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. I don't get how you... Good. I could get not really getting him or it not being for you, whatever. I don't get being like, fuck this guy. Like, no obviously, kidding. he's going for something and he's very funny. No kidding. Uh, Path forward, two bucks. The Drip Lord. Good morning, gearheads. Wow. Uh, third chair to third chair or whatever we're called. That's uh, <laughs> it's an honor. Thank you, Pat. Uh, boxing Dad, five bucks. This loser, David Collins, must have been a later Staley fan, finding himself down in a in a hole, tee hee, rest in pepperoni. I watched Craig eat a cheese pizza. He watched you eat a cheese pizza? I hope not. That'd be weird. <laughs> I don't know where I've eaten cheese pizza around. Huh. Interesting. Mm. Maybe he's saying he would. You're so interesting that he would watch you do that. Could be. You're Could like, be. Um, you're like one of these, uh, what is it called? IRL streamers? Yes. Right. You should do that. A day in the life of Craig. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be me sitting here. Legally, you probably couldn't. Editing Jerry's show, then editing this stuff, then editing yeah. other radio shows. Sure. Real, real exciting. Yes. Real exciting. Editing. Yep. Editing. A lot of editing he does. I said sure. I wouldn't make the jokes. <laughs> um, oh, and so, you know, we, we, I like David Collins a lot. I think he's part of the family here now. I've even, I've even asked him about some stuff in the future that we've corresponded with. And this is what, like... It is tough because I listened to I've listened to a bunch of his episodes now, mm -hmm. and I know based on the references he makes and everything, like I, I know what he's going for, and like there's, I, I understand, but then when I message him and he doesn't break character, and I'm like, I know, just talk to me, man. Come on, <laughs> Please. let's be pals here. Let me let me in on this. <laughs> like if we go out to a bar, are we getting this guy? Yeah, and I think we are. <laughs> Which I don't hate that. No, I, I, I'm at the point where I don't ever want him to break. Even if he and I have a you know 40 year friendship here. Yeah, if he breaks, that's the end. I, of I don't this. ever want him to break. If he breaks, it's over. <laughs> uh, but there but, is uh, there is more that he reveals in this episode, like a new intro. He, yeah, so he's promoting this. I didn't quite understand because I found his podcast on Spotify, mm -hmm. but it seems like he's promoting a new podcast i couldn't quite figure out what he what he means here but he's pr promoting a new show and i just wanted to play you guys like this is a creative guy this is how an intro should be done i feel we're gonna get that now next week he's gonna hear one thing and that's what we're gonna get <laughs> this is how an intro should be done folks having so much success with this current show jerry suggested we try to get some <laughs> old guests back on the show and actually start a podcast so today is the announcement officially of David Collins' 30-minute half-hour podcast, 
Jerry and the team has been working on an intro that I haven't gotten the chance to listen to yet. I'm very excited to hear it. So we're going to all be listening to that intro for the podcast together here. Let's take a listen. Demonetized. I think you get like 15 seconds. David. David Collins. Hey. David Collins. David Collins. David Collins. David Collins. Hey. 30-minute half hour. I hope you guys have checked out David Collins' 30-minute half hour podcast. Yeah, so right now you might be thinking we're playing it because like, oh, hey, we made the intro. No, no, no. How much time do we have left in this? Um, uh, three and a half minutes. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Featuring great guests like Andy Fiore, Katie Burke, and Cardiff Electric. Never heard of these guys. Hey, Joey, relax. He's either hilarious or hates me. <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate you, by the way, man. Thank you for watching it with uh, you and your mother. I hope I was able to make you guys laugh a little bit in a hospital setting. Like, Certainly, and it's not often that she gets to smile anymore, so it's great that she had that opportunity with your special. <laughs> I don't know, he keeps talking about his mother's dying in the hospital. I don't know if that's true. Ugh. Yeah, him, that and Jerry. Jerry is not real. There's no, I don't believe Jerry is real. No, he's got to be real because every time he brings him up, he looks at him off camera. He's off That's camera. A good point. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But dude, so thank you. Oh, it's the, this, this is the best podcast I've ever been on. You, I mean, this was the most fun. Wow. What a compliment. Yo, thanks for keeping this guy going and kicking ass and taking names. I don't know if I can swear on this, so I'm sorry if I messed that up. We're going to play this one. Are we trying to keep it a yeah, definitely. Family show, but as you can see by that opening segment, we're getting a little edgier than we're used to. Yeah. But our audience seems to be enjoying it. This was uh, tremendous. Thank you for having me. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I just want to say this is the probably the best day of my life, Dave. I had a really great time. Well, this was a great, great time. We'll have to have you back in the future. You've been such a good time in those games. Do you know Austin Ingles? I love Austin. Sitting through this every episode. I would too. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> He did a great job on these games, and we're looking to have him back. Well, I just want to say thank you for inviting me on. It was uh, it was really great to be a part of the show. I hope we get Jerry back. I hope that they find him, and I wish you and your viewers the best. Hi there. I'm calling to leave a voicemail for David Collins. First time caller, long time listener. Hi, David. Long time listener, first time caller. Good morning. This voicemail is for David Collins. First time caller, long time listener. Doesn't even try to make them sound like real voicemails. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's still two minutes Not left. Fooling anybody? <laughs> There's still two minutes left of this. Big up, David. Hey, Dave. First time caller. Hey, David. Uh, this is Dan McCullough calling in. Hey, David. Real glad to hear you on the air again. Hi, David. This is Deborah, a longtime listener of your show. David Collins, longtime caller, first time listener. I love the show. That's perfect. Everybody listening. Everybody listening. Perfect. Everybody listening. <laughs> perfect. Everybody listening. That's perfect. Everybody listening. That's perfect. Everybody listening. And that's Where perfect. Like, Everybody. End? It's never going to end. Everybody listening. That's perfect. Everybody listening. That's perfect. Everybody listening. What a great episode. That's perfect. Everybody listening. <laughs> I've been David Collins. And you've I've been, been David best. Collins. And you- it's, it's, it's you like a pause every time I talk. Whenever you get through. Okay. I've been David Collins. Everybody the best.
<laughs> You're listening to David Collins' 30-minute half-hour podcast. We got it! That is great radio. Still like a minute Sorry, left. David Collins. <laughs> I've been known as a bit of a hot this interviewer. Bro, I need something I have no idea what he's talking here. about, by the way. Hey, there you are. AMKF or 30-minute half-hour show. But now, with his very own podcast featuring the best comedians and broadcasters. He's making it sound like an AM show. Not a lot of people know this about me, but I'm also a large fan of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's your host, David Collins. Wow. Jerry, you did a great job on that. I really appreciate you working so hard. We're working on an intro for the pod, and I'm not sure if we're going to do an outro also, but that's some great things that we're hearing. I love production value, especially in a podcast. The, the, the whole show will be like six minutes long with the intro and outro. Yeah, so that's just a little something for Hack Ride. You know, that's what we're talking about. I'm, I'm kidding, Hack Ride. Don't do, now he's going to do it next week. <sighs> no. I like our music, all right? In the intro, <laughs> he's good. The next intro he's going to make is going to be 47 minutes long. Yeah. Joke's always on us. <laughs> Egg on our face. Never, never a team effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, the thing is, I couldn't understand what David Collins was promoting. He kept saying, like, hey, we're doing a podcast now. <laughs> Isn't that what he was doing? No, he was doing a YouTube television show. But the, the show that he's promoting is the same show. You know, he's just a Hit genius. clips of me and Vinny and... I was even in there. <laughs> <laughs> How good's that show? Star-studded lineup. I, I'm in there. Yeah, so I don't know I don't know what he's promoting, but go check out David Kyle. Go to his Instagram, DC30MinuteHH or half hour or something. You guys, basically all you need to know is we're just glad he's not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're really just celebrating the life of David Collins. Thank yeah. God. And uh, he'll be... Uh, a part of this program in the near future, I think. So buckle up for that. Any of you David Collins haters out there can go screw. That's right. Is that clean enough for YouTube? Yes. that's uh, Maybe a little edgy. You can kick rocks. There we go. Because we're a G-rated show on <laughs> YouTube. That's right. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was it on David Collins, right? Yep. All right. Well, uh, David Collins, thank God you're with us. To the other David Collins... Rest in peace. Rotten peace. Have a nice dirt nap. To his family, I'm sure it's very sad. This is what's, what's going to get us kicked off YouTube. Oh, yeah. I forget. Even, you know, that's how edgy I am, is I forget <laughs> seconds later. Seconds. Um, all right. Now we got to get into some real business today. And because of uh, when I, during the time that I thought David Collins may no longer be with us, I started lo- looking into some of his heroes. I thought if we got to pay tribute to this guy, we should uh, pay homage to the life that he lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, much like our next subject, David Collins started radio when he was 18. That's a big thing about David Collins. He's a professional broadcaster. Yep. So I thought, you know, the only other guy that I know of that started radio when he was 18 is the Opster, the great Opie. He was a friend of this show, by the way. Yeah. He likes us. That's yeah. true. He heard. Yeah. So um, you may remember... I want to say this was back in like March or April when uh, Anthony was out at a bar, <clears throat> excuse me, or a restaurant and saw a guy who looked exactly like Opie. Exactly. Like, and exactly like him. 
Yeah. I always like when I say something's exact. No, I know, but like, you know, you know exactly. <laughs> Guys, if you thought Mike was lying, you you trust old Craig, Craigers. That's right. I'm going to emphasize it with another exactly. I'm only saying that because there's a lot of times you'll be like, God, oh, there's similarities. Until Opie addressed it, I was convinced it was him. Yeah. So Anthony put out a tweet where it's like, hey, I see Opie at this restaurant. And all the replies were like, you talk to him, you pussy. Like, holy no. shit, I can't believe you. So you guys are going to talk, right? All that. Like, people thought it was Opie. Yeah. And actually, Anthony, he just tweeted out the picture. He didn't type anything with it. Yeah. Or it was a video. But yeah, yeah he, he, there was no commentary or anything. He's like, just holy shit, look who I ran into. And uh, people bought that it was Opie. Opie, for some reason, went on this tirade. He was furious with Anthony. Mm-hmm. And furious with the people that believed it was Opie. He was very mad about this for some reason. And he said this quote that stuck with me. He said, uh, you don't talk about me. I won't talk about you. We're done with each other. We're just done. <clears throat> like he was sick of talking about Anthony and said, don't you talk about me anymore. So Anthony, for the most part, has kept up that end of the deal. A- Anthony yeah. kind of stopped talking about Opie. He's had a health scare. You know, he's had other things to worry about recently. So I would say Anthony hasn't done a lot of Opie content in recent months. So I, you know, every few, every few months we like to say, let's check in check in on the Opster. And uh, the last time we did this, we said, okay, maybe it's going to take him a while to flush all the Anthony out of his system. Maybe he's backed up. He needs to get rid of it. So we're going on about what? Nine, 10 months now. Yep. Yep. Of, uh, of Opie saying, Hey, you don't talk about me. I don't talk about you. And I said, Let's check in and see if Opie's still talking about Anthony. And what I found was a program entitled Opie and Anthony, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> and this is so he's talking about every aspect of their relationship. Uh, I, you know what? Shame on me. I should, I left part of the title out. Part nine <laughs> dropped this week. <laughs> And uh, here's the intro. This is the intro for that. Yeah, so this is a little taste of what Opie's going to be talking about. Maybe you're thinking like, hey, you know, he's talked about the bad and the ugly. Maybe he's going to get into, you know, some of the good. Maybe that's the point of this show. One of the guys is uh, obsessed with race. The other guy was never that good. I did whatever I could for uh, Anthony when he got fired for the racial crap. He started this BS narrative that I didn't stick up for him. He could go screw for saying that if you want to know the truth. Can you imagine blocking the guy you did a massive radio show with like i said the good the bad the ugly <laughs> so i think uh Opie's looking to fling some dirt here yeah it yeah. seems like it seems like what he meant was hey anthony you stop talking about me i'm gonna have the only videos that i get over a thousand views are gonna be talking about you <laughs> <laughs> that's the actual deal he wanted to make <laughs> So uh, I went through this episode, and by the way, the idea, the the, the narrative that he's spinning now that Jim Norton wasn't good on that show. He he says that all the time. That's the strangest one to me of all, because first of all, it makes Opie look like a liar. Like right. Opie would talk on the air about how great Jimmy was, how talented the stand up he is, all that kind of stuff. So Opie was just lying to us. Like that makes him lose credibility. No, definitely he. His his comments about Anthony, depending on how you listen to it, could be true. <laughs> so, well, the, the one thing he like he he's right about some things that we'll talk about is like the, the racial stuff is. I don't know who Anthony thinks he's making a point to. 
You know what no, I mean? No the people idea. that follow him are either following him to get worked up about what he's saying or agree with him. <laughs> so I, when he tweets out like these stats about uh, crime related to race and all this stuff, like, I don't know what argument he thinks he's proving at this point. It's and like, think about other things, Anthony, be funny, like yeah. come up with some funny shit. We got it. The far right wing political stuff is not why people find Anthony funny. It can add to it. Like he can make it funny. But on Twitter, I think he stopped making it funny a long time ago. Come on, Anthony. Or I just don't get the joke, maybe. Yeah, get back to talking about the spaghetti dripping down the wall, please. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, he makes, that's the one point he makes about Anthony where it's like, all right, I'm with him. But also, I would say to Opie, why are you so angry about it? No shit. Like, Opie will go on this rant like, enough with the race garbage. Well, I know exactly why. It's because he's going to get the shit like, yeah, you're saying all this, but you worked with him for 20 years. And what What do you mean? Why would that benefit Opie? Because. Oh, oh, you're saying. Oh, so yeah. You're saying that he's saying he's making it seem now like Anthony spun down this yeah, rabbit yeah. hole of race. Yeah. 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 He does do that where he's like, yeah, now Anthony's talking about uh, race for the first time. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Did you hear the show when Obama won? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear anything he's ever said? Really? <laughs> Anytime Patrice was on, were you listening or were you playing fucking Candy Crush? <laughs> I think he was doing the Candy Crush. <laughs> All right. So where are we going now with the Obster? Uh, I can't even. Oh, this is where like he's done, man. Like, oh, try, enough with these comments. I hate all oh, these comments, these haters. When that's what all he does every single day. It would be like if I came on here and I'm like, oh, I I just can't stand that Tom Myers is doing stand up. Just enough, Tom. <laughs> it's like, well, that's all you're talking about, Mike. You know? <laughs> oh, Brendan Schaub, enough. Will you stop podcasting enough already? It's like, no, no, no. I enjoy that he's doing it because I get to talk about it. You refuse to sign contracts for zero reason. You that's what what are you Matthew, were you there? What are you talking about? <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, can't, can't do the same freaking uh, BS over and over again. I've, I've really because you've been doing it for. Let me check my calendar here. Eight years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been roughly eight years that you've been live streaming from the beach or uh, yeah, ten thousand feet above Manhattan or whatever he says. Oh, they got they, uh, they got us all excited briefly too when. Uh, their reunion on air. Yeah. That thing came out. And then like two weeks later, Opie took a picture at Anthony's studio. Like with his yeah, feet they, on the they table. They were flirting for a little while. There was talk of like Opie buying into compound media. Yeah. But he, here's the thing with Opie. And this is what he does. He did it this week with uh, the, 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 the dabble verse with like Kevin Brennan and Shuli and those guys. Mm -hmm. He's like, Oh, I'm going to talk about John this week. By the way, I made my return to the Dabble first. I don't know if you saw that. I was on with Carl and the boys on Point Dabble Point. How dare you? Well, I like to think that's where I, like, if Carl invites me on, that's where I'll talk about John. I'm just not bringing that trash here anymore, you know? Yeah, we keep this show clean. <laughs> yeah. I went out, you know, I had uh, I had sex with a, a whore before I came back to my wife, you wow. know? <laughs> my God. <laughs> that's all Carl is to me. <laughs> Clip it. He's, he's a cum rag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll get us off YouTube. For sure. But I will explain this one because I saw you. Uh, I didn't just. I won't talk about it. But I'll talk about this one. Yeah. And for the next 40 minutes of this episode, which is part nine of a series that I'm doing. And but here's what's interesting. 
Opie talks about Anthony so much. What this show is, for those of you that aren't aware, it's not, he didn't sit down and say, I'm going to do a series about my and Anthony's relationship. He took clips from his daily stream where he's talking about Anthony. Mm -hmm. And so far he's been able to compile nine 40 plus minute episodes. (laughs) but he doesn't talk about it. That's how often he's talking about Anthony. And every time he comes up, he's, oh, I'm so sick of it. Why do you guys ask me about this? Just like when you guys, when you guys super chat us and make jokes at Craig's expense. And I go, oh, guys, come on. Enough already. (laughs) I don't like doing that. Cut it out. It's garbage. (laughs) I didn't just, I didn't. Why would I? So exhausted. See, what happens is, like, Anthony starts all sorts of garbage, and then I got to defend myself. Why would I not sign contracts for no good reason? So let me explain for anyone that uh, isn't up on their Opie and Anthony knowledge. Um, Anthony has talked a lot about how Opie would wait till the last minute to sign his contract. So as Jim, so as Sam. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, Iraq, they've all discussed this, that – the staff and Anthony had no idea. They were left in a, a you know a, a cloud of mystery uh, as to what Opie was doing because he felt he was playing like mind games with management to squeeze a few extra bucks out of him. Now, Anthony's philosophy, at least according to Anthony, I don't want to get involved in the lies that Opie talks about. So at least according to Anthony, his strategy was always, why wouldn't we take a five-year deal if they give it to us? Seven-year, like how many times are we going to have to be fired to know that we should take a long-term deal? Right. And ultimately, look at what happened to both of them. They probably would have been better off signing long-term deals. For sure. You know, the company would have found it. I, I, you know, maybe they still would have fired Anthony. But when Anthony got fired, he had four, three months left on his contract. Right. It was 4th of July. I think the deal was up in October. And uh, so I think, I assume the company would have found it a lot easier or harder to fire him if there were three more years left on that deal. But Opie would always sign these one or two year deals thinking that they could renegotiate the next year. So this is what he's talking about when he's like, they're they're lying. They're, they're, apparently they've all come to this conclusion to lie about this very specific thing. Now, what's interesting is Opie forgets that there's audio of all of this. So not only do Jim and Anthony and Sam and all these people talk about it. As a listener, I know this happened yeah. because they would talk about it on air every time the contracts would come up is they didn't know if they were signed until literally the day the contract was renewed. The amount of money they were throwing at us. Can you use your stupid brain? Why would I not sign a contract for no good reason? Did you go to school? Did you? Oh, by the way, Opie's not like highly educated, and yet he's come to the at least like stuttering. John went to NYU when he says that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't agree. I don't think where you went to college, you know, makes a man necessarily. But like, Opie went to Geneseo, which is like, I think for broadcasting, it has a good reputation now, but it's not Harvard. <laughs> we don't want to go know, there. Like, this idea that like he's so much more educated than his audience is just not correct. He's a dumb guy. Like, I don't know why he's sticking to this. Like, did you go to school? <laughs> I like to like, uh, like, why would I, uh, hold out and not sign for all that money? I think it's because exactly what happened. He was always kind of hoping for. 
well, listen, well, maybe there's some of that, but listen, I think he explains it. He's like, why would I do this? And then in Opie fashion explains exactly why he did do it. Uh, money here. Is Anthony has no money. The fact is, I... oh, this is interesting, by the way. That's also For, just not he, true. <laughs> well, he's spec. Here, here's what's interesting, though. He's speculating about Anthony's finances mm-hmm. because of his. Oh, so Aunt Opie has a house in the Hamptons. He has a, a, an apartment in Manhattan. So things have gotten a little expensive. Now, Anthony, I don't know. I don't think Compound Media is like a crazy success, but I assume he does okay. I gotta assume he's making at least half a million a year. Why would he keep doing it and keep adding shows? Like, why would he lose money on that project? It doesn't make any sense, right? And they, they, I think, uh, I think his net worth was like twelve million or something crazy. Well, yeah, they they signed. I think they made like fifteen million dollars over their career each, and that's tour. just on contracts and not not live show like uh like the virus tour add ons any other stuff they do yeah. like that yeah. Um, I don't know that number to be true. That's just what I've heard over the years. But like Anthony has done okay. And I know Anthony would always talk about investing and he's also a gambler and a drunk. Mm -hmm. So maybe some of that, uh, takes away from it. But like Anthony would talk a lot about investing and and spending his money wisely. I don't see Opie as like a smart guy that's squirreled his money away. So there's a little projection here where he's assuming Anthony is broke because of his own situation that seems ominous. Yeah, and um, Mike in the comments says, Anthony just built a new compound in South Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, but again, Anthony lived on Long Island and Mm -hmm. is now moving to South Carolina to save money on taxes and shit like that, whereas Opie lives in the Hamptons in Manhattan. (laughs) Yep. Anthony has no money. The fact is, I... I need a little run. Considering what the Opie and Anthony show did, considering the amount of people that were listening to Opie and Anthony, considering the amount of money we were making executives and salespeople across the board, I shouldn't have to worry about uh, money ever again in my life. And and same goes uh, for Anthony. I'll stick up for him as well. Maybe you guys should have signed longer contracts, huh? (laughs) Maybe you guys should just, you know, fucking talk again, please. Maybe... Maybe you shouldn't have filmed a Booker in the bathroom no if, shit. if you needed this money. No shit. I have a lot of money left. I'm going to have to probably make some big moves to, uh, you know, to continue living uh, the way I do. The fact is they weren't paying us enough. And so I was the only one that would fight and go, I ain't signing this. This is, this is garbage. Everything's and garbage it, with this guy. Garbage. <laughs> I don't know where, what? I think that started late in the Opie and Anthony run, but it's a new-ish thing. Like, he didn't do it his whole career, where he's like, this is garbage, where he he puts on this affect to his voice. Actually, I was listening to uh, Carl the other day. Mm -hmm. They were playing clips of, uh, you remember Ben Avery, the guy that left Tim Dillon's show? Yeah. Yeah. He started a show called uh, Lemon Party, I think it's called. Oh, good name. And And those guys stumbled upon Opie somehow. And they were playing clips of him and they're just like mocking him. They're like, what happened to this guy? <laughs> like he was a Titan in radio and look at him now. And they're laughing at the view counts. Like ever, like we get more views than Opie. Like it's like he's talking about what a legend in radio he was. And that's true. He hasn't been able to, to translate that to podcasting or YouTube or anything. He just needs like a fucking microphone that doesn't sound like shit. And it would probably improve. Well, and some sort of talented people around him. 
That's right. Maybe that, like maybe uh, you know a former uh, HVAC technician and uh, talented comedian. If you could find two of those to put next to him, mm-hmm. I think you'd have a great show. That's and right. maybe a better microphone. You're right. That's, I think the, I think the mic is the first thing to start with. <laughs> it's the easiest. Yeah. Um, next, we got uh, him talking about how there'd be no show without Opie, which is true. Oh. Well, well, we'll see. But I, th- I just want to say one more thing about the money thing. It's very, he's been talking about this a lot lately where mm-hmm. he's t- like, I need another run. I need another financial run. It's like, Opie, take your kids out of fucking private school, <laughs> move to the suburbs. You live, or don't even take them out of private school if you don't want to. But like, cut some costs. I, you're living like a guy who's still making $3 million a year when you're making, uh, you know, 40 bucks a show from super chats. If he goes to Anthony, I guarantee you, Anthony will do whatever he wants. Well, it's, it's t- Anthony would definitely be open to it, but I think working with this guy is like, Anthony just had a fucking heart attack or whatever happened to him. He, he had another one quadruple you know? bypass surgery. Yeah. Imagine what that would do to your heart working with Opie again. Maybe make it full. You know? Maybe he misses him. <laughs> Maybe, but I think it would be quite exhausting. And I assume it's something Anthony doesn't want to deal with is dealing with this guy. Like, oh, I, I didn't get to finish, by the way, because I went on my rant about Carl. Um, Opie with like Kevin Brennan and, and Shuli and these guys is like, hey, I'm going to talk about the dabble verse. Everyone come watch me. And then like he kind of invites himself on Shuli and Kevin's shows. And then he's just an asshole about it. Like he won't go on. He makes them come on his show. It's a whole fucking ordeal. Like dealing with this guy is, seems exhausting. I've never dealt with him personally, but just from like, he also would throw out, like maybe he's going to invest in gas digital. That's mm-hmm. where like Lewis and Opie's interaction started years ago. Mm-hmm. And Lewis was like, okay. And he did his podcast and he entertained the idea. And then Opie was just a pain in the fucking ass. Like, Every time I hear a story about dealing with this guy, I've heard a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone say, boy, it was a dream. <laughs> what a what a peach this guy was to work with. I can't believe. I mean, if you're telling me I could spend the day at an amusement park or work with Opie for a few hours, I'm working with Opie. I may or may not know a former boss of his who... Mm-hmm may have used the word exhausting quite a few times. <laughs> and that's 25 years ago. Yeah. More. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like Opie's been this way. He's just been a prima donna. Th- and he mentions Howard Stern all the time. And he's like, Howard was, look, I, he mentioned that in the contract talk where he's like, I saw what Howard was getting paid and I knew we weren't making enough. And I've, gone on record plenty of times saying like, I think the open Anthony show was better than the Howard Stern show. I enjoyed it more, Mm -hmm. but to say it was more popular or even close is insane. I bet it's peak. It was pretty close. I don't know. There's no way Craig Howard Stern. So sorry, not Howard Stern at its peak, but at the same time, do you know what I'm saying? Like I really don't think so. Before Howard was on serious, they weren't even close, not even close. how, I mean, Howard, there was a time where Howard had 30 plus million people listening to him. Well, that's what I'm one. saying. But once he moved to Sirius, it was probably more equal than people think. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that that might be true. I would say the end of Opie Anthony's run, it was probably a, a lot closer. Mm-hmm. But just the idea, like Opie and Anthony, the, the, the name recognition, <laughs> the idea that Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony were bringing equivalent money into Sirius is 
crazy talk. I don't think that's true. No. Maybe, maybe maybe if you broke down subscribers, you're right. Maybe there's something to that at the end when Howard started to kind of drift away from what he was. Mm-hmm. But this idea that Opie thinks like he deserves as much as Howard Stern is crazy. And Anthony, you can tell the difference in the, the, the tone of what they do where Anthony doesn't have that hang up. Like Norton's still at the company because he never felt compelled to compare himself to Howard Stern. Whereas that's all Opie does is he's like, Howard was making this much. We should be made. Even at the end of ONA's run, like Opie started taking Fridays off. Yeah. Just to be more like Howard and just Jim and Anthony would come in and do the show. (laughs) Everyone's like, thank God. Better. Yeah. (laughs) No shows they call him. Yeah. But uh, here he is talking about no shows, no show without Opie. Oh yeah. Which, we said before, like Opie had a role on the show. It's mm-hmm. certainly not the same show, but now Opie suggesting like Sirius XM wouldn't have known what to do if Opie got hit by a bus, I guess. More money. And one time, because those dopes signed before me and I said, I ain't signing. And they're like, well, there's no show without you. I'm like, oh, well, oh, well, I ended up making a few hundred thousand dollars uh, more than those guys because they, they were insecure. Can I ask Opie, Jim Norton is still there. Eight years later, how could they have thought there's no show without Opie when one of the guys has his own show now and has for some time? The one that you say is not any good. Yeah, he took this is the thing. This is where Opie gets in trouble with his own logic is he's like that worm Jim Norton stole my job. Well, why would Sirius do that if they said there's no show without you, Opie? And he didn't didn't steal his job. He's in the same chair. (laughs) What what spell was Sirius under in between the time where they were like, Opie, there's no show without you, to, hey, Jim Norton, here's the morning show. <laughs> signed their contracts behind my back. I'm like, I don't care if they sign. I ain't signing. And then they're like, well, what's it going to take? And then I finally gave them a number that was a, uh, a bit higher than uh, what was on the piece of paper in front of me. And they're like, all right, done. So this is a lie, I assume. Um... It, it, no, here, here's what's interesting. I have heard, I remember listening to Opie and Anthony, like, I remember their contracts were always up on October 1st, the first mm-hmm. week of October. Yep. And so I remember them, like, it was a big deal coming down to the wire. They'd always be like, we don't know if we're coming back because someone doesn't sign their deal. <laughs> but ONA always, like, kind of, bra- Opie specifically would kind of brag, like, when they would talk about, like, other radio duos, Opie would always say, we negotiate our contracts together. So, again, another lie that Opie is tangled in. It's like, well, did you do that? Or did you say, uh, hey, I don't care if those guys signed, pay me more. If- now, that's an interesting negotiating tactic, because from SiriusXM's perspective, they're looking at it and saying, well, we already have Anthony and Jim. Right. We need now, we have no choice but to throw more money at the one guy who hasn't signed. If I was Anthony, I would have in my contract, like I'll sign now, but if Opie gets more than me, I'm getting bumped to the same number. <laughs> right. Well, they, they might've had that. There's some, there's some term, anyone who knows anything about contracts will know, but there's some term like that where they could have um, basically equal pay. Like their contracts are tied to each other, basically. And you know, Opie just wanted to be like, I'm making more than you surely yeah that was definitely an ego thing but i don't understand from a negotiating perspective i'm no expert as we've seen but why would sirius xm say well we have two-thirds of the show some people consider it the funnier two-thirds they're here when you're not often (laughs) we need to pay you more money now 
Yeah, and if they go, I understand their logic there. If they go in and they're like, "We're gonna go back to regular radio," if you guys don't bump the number up, they're gonna get the, whatever number they ask for. Right. Yeah, I don't but know. Just, well, this, this was a time where like Opie and Anthony and Jim could have left and done a podcast together, and it would have been massive. Right. But yeah, I don't, I don't know Opie's logic there. I suspect he may be lying, but who knows? He might not be. He might be fibbing. Yeah, there, there's a good chance. To say that I didn't sign contracts for no good reason, you you obviously don't know business or anything. You probably <laughs> barely made it through school. Again, he keeps harping on this. Like, you didn't go to school. He's been like paying attention too much to Stuttering John. Anthony's a high school... It's weird. The guys that Carl covers, John, Opie, uh, Patrick, Michael, probably those three specifically. It's weird how they kind of like morph into each other, mm-hmm. and now they they talk about each other. <laughs> like Carl is has genuinely pulled it. Like you know, John talks about how he's the master. He's the you know the uh, the puppet master of this world. Carl has led these guys into becoming each other and talking about each other. <laughs> it's really, it's dovetailed into something beautiful, and yet Opie and John like talk about how smart they are, and they're too dumb to realize that that's what's happening. Uh, here he's talking about the reunion. Uh, yeah. So people, you know, every, and at this point it's gotta be just people that are doing it to annoy Opie. Mm-hmm. Cause every time he's like, Oh, this again. <laughs> oh, I feel bad for you. You're still talking about this. <laughs> um, and you know, they say, Hey, when are you and Ant getting back together? And he, he always gets furious, but this is him, uh, poo pooing that idea. If you're broke, do a reunion live show tour with Amp, but you're an imbecile, so you won't. Yeah, I'm an imbecile. Is that is that what it is? I'm an imbecile. Is that what it is? Official court at Ramsey. First of all, I'm not broke. It's great to not be able I to get a sentence uh, out when it's like, am I, oh, doll, am I an imbecile too? As if. <laughs> it is funny having someone call him broke with the view that is behind him. It is pretty funny. <laughs> but here's, what, here's the thing. Opie's getting mad at this guy. Like, oh, yeah, right, I'm broke. Opie's the one saying, like, I can't afford my lifestyle anymore. So call it whatever you want. Maybe broke's not the right word. You're saying you can't afford the to live the way you're living. You need a job. You you said that, Opie. <laughs> that was you, sir. That wasn't a commenter. <laughs> uh, see that I need another little run. Would you want to work with Anthony at this point? Go go read his Twitter and then truly get back to me and tell me. There yeah, we're I'm with you. I, I don't agree with the cadence, but there we're with you. <laughs> it's a little. I can understand being like, boy, this guy is. Hey, Ant, I've, then, I've wanted nothing more than to reunite with you over the past few years, but you're a bit much. What's interesting, though, is like when you watch Anthony's clips, he's not like that. He doesn't talk about it. It's only on Twitter. I don't know why he feels the need to do that on Twitter. I don't know who it's like influencing or impressing, or I don't know what the benefit of it is. But when I see Anthony's clips, I'm like, oh, that's the same guy I listen to. Right. Still sounds the same. Still talks about the same shit. Yeah. How to work with that guy. So I'm an imbecile because I went to a reunion show with a guy that has completely and dramatically changed and is obsessed with race issues in America. Yeah. Yeah. That's new. Yeah. Right. <laughs> What, the, what about when you were calling him to boost your numbers, Opie? Was Anthony not racist then? Patrice O'Neill's been dead since 2011 and would constantly call Anthony a racist. 
<laughs> he knew. <laughs> what what were you missing, Opie? What rose-colored glasses did you have on that you didn't realize that you worked with the guy through uh, Obama's election and re-election through Ferguson and George Zimmerman? Like, all this stuff happened when Anthony was on a show with you. You didn't notice his fucking Twitter then? <laughs> it's not like the day when Anthony got fired for the, the tweets about the woman he was taking pictures of. It's not like Opie and Jim were like, my word. I think they were like, what did this man become? I think they were like, uh, I, um, especially looking at Anthony's Twitter now, I didn't think those were bad at all. <laughs> like at oh, all. No, he's gotten way worse. Way worse. Way, way worse. Well, that, that's where I'm like, I get what Opie's saying about Anthony's Twitter. I don't love that shit as like a fan of Anthony's. Correct. But like, it's hard to, it's really hard to defend when he's like literally typing out the N word. Yeah, don't don't pretend you're like all of a sudden like this Anthony guy. He's up to some shenanigans that I don't <laughs> care for. But I do that. Go read his Twitter. It's right there. Although I blocked him years ago. Can you imagine blocking okay. the guy? Hold on, Opie. Well, then how are you reading this Twitter? <laughs> and his burners are like, Ope, you're the man, dude. <laughs> it's great. He is so stuttering, John. It's great when these idiots contradict themselves where Opie's like, go read his Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I blocked him years ago, he says. If he just lost that attitude, he he would be liked by so many more people. <laughs> Listen to this. Well, this is what Norton talked about. Norton would always say that he goes, there, there are two Opies. That's yes. the thing. Yes. He's like, Opie's not some monster. It's like There were times where Opie could be cool and fun to hang around. Like, they were friends. Jim and Opie were genuine friends. Mm-hmm. Um, longer than Opie and Anthony were. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jim would say, like, then there's this, when he gets in these moods, and he's impossible to deal with. Did a, a massive radio show with the house. I was going to say how stupid is that, but how crazy is that? I should Hold on, go back a little bit. I want to hear himself where he almost had the self-awareness to call himself stupid. <laughs> and then he's like, I mean, how much of a genius am I? <laughs> Twitter, it's right there. Although I blocked him years ago. Can you imagine blocking the guy you did a, a massive radio show with? How, I was going to say how stupid is that, but how crazy is that? I should say. Because <laughs> I'm not stupid. I'm really smart. I went to school. Don't forget. He's like, he could have been like, how stupid is that? That that's how life turned out or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Right. But he can't The ego on this guy. He can't even call himself stupid in this dumb little rant he's doing. But I had to block him years ago, years ago, but that didn't stop him. Nah, nah, nah. He trolled well, how do you know every- that? Opie, if you blocked him years ago and, and he was tweeting with him recently about stuttering John and Anthony's heart attack. So that's a well, lot. This is what these guys do. When I was on with the guys the other day, mm-hmm. I guess minutes before the show, Stuttering John unblocked Cardiff so that he could report him. <laughs> <laughs> he reported his tweets, <laughs> so he had to unblock him. That's pretty funny. So that's what Anthony, and I'm sorry, guys like uh, Opie and, and John do, where like they block people and they, they claim like they don't even look at the haters, but they know exactly who they block. They unblock them. Pete Abraham did that to me, too. Mm-hmm where he would block and unblock me at weird moments. And I guess that's a thing he did. I remember Carabas talking about the same thing where Pete Abraham would like block and unblock you. And it's a form of him monitoring you. Oh, good. Which is not, not creepy at all. Just make, it's easier to make another account to snipe people. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I, I use the, uh, why are you laughing account to monitor anyone that's uh, blocked me. If I need to, <laughs> yeah. that's where I, it, it's weird. If you look at the, why are you laughing search history for some reason, Julie DeCaro. Is <laughs> <laughs> Troll accounts. That's a lot of fun and weird, but yeah, I'll get back with that guy and do a reunion show. 
Hey, Opie, I got an idea. Don't react like that every time. It's the only thing people want to ask you about. So don't pretend you're really angry and hate it because you made a 40 minute episode about or this, these kind of questions or stunned that the question comes up. Why do you listen? You people that only know me for one thing. Why do you keep asking me about it? <laughs> why do you keep asking me about the one thing I have any intellectual curiosity about? <laughs> Fucking uh, asshole. <laughs> uh, this next clip is maybe my favorite one. All right. Uh, this is him talking about being too famous. <laughs> Oh, well, they, I mean, we've heard this with uh, Dat Fan and Tom yeah. Myers and all these guys. What company to have? <laughs> I'm, I'm an Opie fan. Yes. Like, I'm an Opie and Anthony fan. I met, I took a picture with Anthony at Skankfest. I'm a fanboy. Mm-hmm. I, I, in my life, I haven't found a lot of people that, like, agree. I would say more in the last 10 years or so. I, I think Opie and Anthony's audience has grown more since they've been apart. Mm-hmm. When they were on the radio exclusively in 2001, 2002, I didn't realize how famous they were, but Opie has an interesting perspective on it. That's the only reason why I live in this city. That commute killed me. And then unfortunately, when me and I weren't getting along anymore, then I either had to drive every day or I started taking the train. And then I couldn't take the Long Island Railroad anymore because uh, we were so famous that <laughs> I got bothered to a point that it was Conductor, exhausting. Stop. Stop this vehicle at once. We were so famous for being on radio. <laughs> like fucking Alec Baldwin takes the subway. <laughs> no shit. Like you can, you can get around in New York. They're literally, well, I, I don't, uh, there are things filmed in New York all the time and people don't pick their fucking heads up. No shit. Like famous people can walk around New York city. It's not a huge deal. Yet these two guys on the radio in 2001, 2002, like most of their fans didn't know what they looked like. Right. And I bet, I bet he didn't get a lot of, and maybe like, Hey, what's up, Ope, or whatever. Maybe Wednesdays people would shout, whip him out or something at him. <laughs> well, but, but here's the thing is like, I believe he was recognized. Absolutely. Definitely. definitely. He's in the city. He's doing a radio show and they were number one in afternoon. I absolutely believe he's recognized. I don't believe like they couldn't fit any more people on the fucking train. Cause it was <laughs> swarming with Opie fans. <laughs> You were so I famous. Take the train. <laughs> so famous that I got bothered to a point that it was exhausting. Now instead of chilling out on a train for over an it's hour, weird. Right? now uh, fifty-four people watched his last video. It's weird how that dissipated so quickly. Yeah, he's, he's doing the uh, the dice Instagram videos, but he means it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a picture with me? There's some like G- <laughs> we we're going to talk about GD Fenderson later. Some of GD Fenderson's videos rival Opie's in numbers. Oh boy! And he's talking about how famous he is. To talk to uh, you know fans. Not that I I always like talking to the fans, but at that point you want to just focus on the show, read newspapers, try to get your shit together. So that's then I had no choice. I had to live in the city. So that's the only reason I'm in the city. I had no choice. <laughs> Honey, we have to move. Wait, I don't even understand that. He couldn't. He couldn't live in like New Jersey and drive in because he was too famous. Yep. I don't get that logic. How do you not get that? He's so famous. I, he can't live I in Jersey. I have to live in the city mm-hmm. because too many people in the city were recognizing me. Yeah. He's too famous for Jersey, Mike. What don't you understand about that? 
I don't understand. <laughs> the, the part that I'm not getting is the people that recognized him were in Manhattan. Or the, on the Long Island Railroad. <laughs> Wouldn't they be waiting outside his house with signs, we love Opie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> TMZ. <laughs> I don't get it. When you walk out of your building, the paparazzi must be there. That has to be disturbing. When you want to hide in the woods, poor family, you know, <laughs> can't I just live my life? <laughs> Opie literally makes like TikTok videos now where he's walking down the street. If he was doing a dice bit, it would be funny, but he's just like, uh, ma'am, you stepped in something. And the woman's like, okay, <laughs> thank you. And that's the TikTok video. Yeah. Uh, this is the last one of Opie. <laughs> Uh, is this uh, is this about book smarts? This is about book smarts. So again, he we 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 heard him like hint at this that he thinks he's so much smarter than everyone. Anthony, in my experience, listening to the Opie and Anthony show, this is a guy who dropped out of high school. Um, you know, was a, a tin knocker for many years. He's a dumb Ginzo from Long Island. Mm-hmm. For for that, for what he did in school, he's extremely smart. Like his now his knowledge of history, yeah, and uh, you know pop culture and movies and things, like the references that he would pull out. Even like sometimes you would talk about like science and stuff like that, and you, like they had like Neil deGrasse Tyson on, and Anthony could ask them uh, him like intelligent questions about space yeah. and all this kind of questions stuff. that wouldn't but, make him go. Oh, that's a stupid question. <laughs> yeah, right. Like Anthony for for his level of schooling, I would say is incredibly intelligent, mm-hmm. and yet. For some reason, this was Opie's take. And this is interesting. When you're on a show where the other two guys are smarter than you, <laughs> and yet this is your your takeaway that uh, maybe Anthony should have conducted his life differently. That's where, like, Anthony really, really needed to finish school. Anthony Comey, uh, when I knew him, I, I don't know the guy at all. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I, I've discussed this. I don't even know if I ever knew the guy, but... The, when I when I was hanging with the guy every day doing that radio show, uh, his street smarts were were spot on. He had very very good street smarts. His street smarts, smarts, like Opie and Anthony, you know, they they weren't going down certain alleys because they knew they'd get mugged. Oh, I know you want to go left here, but I just wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's uh, displaying a lot of street smarts. Yeah. yeah. Or not well, he knew it. he knew what route to take to work to avoid all the paparazzi. That's true. He was never detected on the way in. <laughs> and that's where maybe he should have continued going to <laughs> to school and, and 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 taking maybe college classes or something, so he could understand, you know, how to negotiate and understand. I that remember that. I remember in um, Miss Abel's English class where she's like, "Kids, this is where we negotiate today." Yeah, you know, that would be Sell one of those pen. <laughs> that would be one of those helpful classes that we never got. <laughs> yeah, what fucking schooling are you talking about, Opie? <laughs> or like he should have dropped out of high school because he missed out on negotiating class. <laughs> <laughs> and understand that if you're like if you're a show that's bringing in millions of dollars, they weren't going to get rid of us. It just meant they were going to keep pushing the number until they f- could finally get you to sign the paper. Ah, just like Mr. Williams taught me at East Long Middle High School. <laughs> Only a learned man could understand that. Oh, shit. (laughs) Fucking do it. Stay in school. (laughs) If you you showed 15-year-old Anthony, Anthony Kumia's life, where he's got a ridiculous house with a dumb dinosaur in the backyard. Yep. He's fucking girls 30 years younger than him. Yep. Guns and all kinds. He plays video games all day. 
the message to that kid would be stay in school. <laughs> Your life didn't work out. <laughs> you, you dropped out and you fucked up, kid. <laughs> That's fine. It's funny to watch like Opie and John and these guys. Unfortunately, I didn't get to. Uh, I thought Carl was inviting me on to make my pitch for everyone to stop talking about John. Mm-hmm. He completely dismissed that. Didn't even care about it. No, you're going to talk about this. <laughs> but, uh, um, the, the interesting thing about these guys is like they create, and I think that's what makes them so interesting and why John doesn't get Opie. Opie gets old at times for sure. But mm-hmm. why John doesn't is like, they create this alternate reality and they believe it. Like, I don't think these guys are liars as much as they are delusional and like think some other version of their life is what actually happened. But who am I? You know, <laughs> you're just the guy that's sick of John and you're not, everyone's sick of John. No, I'm not. Here's the thing is like, I I'm interested in the, the John tent as we call it. <laughs> and uh, like, I'm interested in it for sure. And like, if Carl and truly aren't sick of it, they should keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. My main thing and I, I get it. Like when he does a show, like a couple that he did this week, I get why they're compelled to talk about it. My thing is, I just think it would be so interesting if John went through what Opie is going through, where no one pays attention to Opie. I think it would be actually more captivating than anything uh, to watch John have no one paying attention. To just him. two weeks. Because everyone just for two weeks not mention him once. Right. Like, what the fuck would he do? I think it'd be so interesting. Everyone mute him on Twitter and just see what happens and just then think about what you'll be able to talk about after two weeks. Well, this is where we're, this is where people with John and we're not talking about John. No, nope. we are we're not talking about um, John. Get like too obsessed with John where I said something on that point dabble point where I was like, uh, yeah, I think like a real like they, they, John's been teasing that he's doing a reality show. Mm-hmm. And I said, bye. I go, honestly, I think a reality show about John's actual life would be captivating. Fantastic. And, Shuli, and no one responded and Shuli goes, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and I was like, we can't give the guy that? Like, what, what's going on here? I don't, why am I an asshole for saying that? Look what his Twitter does to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it, would be, it would be fascinating to watch. Like, he's an interesting guy to watch. But I don't know. Uh, d- dipping out of that world and back into something more important, right? That's right. Uh, so we found a character last week that I was speaking of captivating. Oh, was I intrigued by this guy, this coach HP? <laughs> and I thought, man, he must just be a really big Brendan Schaub fan, right? <laughs> Certainly, he doesn't do this with everyone, and you know, he's definitely not just this. The thing, this parasite that gloms on to anyone with any sort of notoriety and sucks everything he can out of them. He, that's definitely not the kind of guy he is. He seemed like just part of the Shab mob. Right, you know? right. He's a Shab mob, and that's literally it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not even a comedy fan. He just likes Brendan Shab. <laughs> so I went through some of his other episodes to see what Coach HP talks about, and I found a few months back, um, and I thought this was interesting because this would blow HP's mind. Remember when we saw Brendan Schaub at Laugh Boston? I do. Do you remember who opened for Brendan Schaub that night? David Lucas. As a matter of fact, it was David Lucas. So in Coach HP's mind, he must be like, what did that ticket cost? $10 million? Very expensive. And imagine how hard Coach HP would have cried when we found out the fire alarm went off while he was performing. Oh my God, you're stopping something so beautiful. <laughs> I'm Coach HP would have been willing to burn down that night when the fire alarm went off. That's right. That's this right. is this is heaven. Clearly, I've made it. 
Um, so uh, Coach HP did an interview with David Lucas, and I thought, well, this there's no way this could be as glowing as the one he did with Brendan. And it does seem like he's a bigger fan of Brendan, probably. But boy, for David Lucas's age, he's quite impressed with David. It's interesting. Today I have, I, I told him that when I saw him, 2023, you're going to be the biggest comedian in 2023. This, that's your year, man. Thank you. My man. Based on nothing. <laughs> you're going to be the best thing ever. Kill Tony's going to work out. Let me, let me, uh, let me correct you. Not ever. Just for one year. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Just 2023. <laughs> 2023. Now we're at the, we're, we've got the luxury. We're at the end of 2023 and David Lucas Career is pretty much still in the same place. Funny guy. Comedians respect him and like him. That's still, about it. I still don't understand <laughs> yeah. how people want a podcast for a living. And it sounds like this. Like that just bugs the shit out of me. Well, that, the coach HP doesn't want a podcast for a living. He wants to be like the official motivational speaker or baseball coach or whatever it is he brings of the Rogan sphere. <laughs> like yeah. he wants to be in that world so badly there's uh, I think we're gonna have to go through one with Andrew Schultz next. I saw you had Schultz on. Oh, good. <laughs> That's got to be a slobber. Fest. Oh, yeah. Here's the interesting thing. Andrew Schultz actually has been innovative in his career. Erjo <laughs> um, in the chat says David Lu- Lucas makes bank. Yes, he does. We're not. Oh, this- no. David, David Lucas does quite well. He does very that, well. That, that's not what I'm saying. Like David Lucas is probably the main success story of Kill Tony. For sure. Like Hans Kim's doing very well now. Uh, William Montgomery, I think Kim Congdon started there. In the, um, oh, I forget his name, the guy that does the, he can't speak, so he uses his phone. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking, I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he does really well too. But David Lucas, would pro- like so far, he's only 31, probably like the biggest comic that has come from Kill Tony, I would say. Yeah, and especially when the careers are over, he'll definitely. Yeah, and he's very young. So here's the thing about Coach HP is like, if I had David Lucas on, I would probably say some of these things like, hey, you know, for your age, you've had tremendous success and you've been on a rocket ship recently, all that kind of stuff. But then I would move on at some point. I would have to start the podcast. <laughs> and that's what fascinates me about Coach HP is it's all an intro where you're singing their praises. It's an hour of introing the person and explaining how great they are. He takes the part that you say before you start rolling and just puts it in. <laughs> I mean, this guy in 2023, he's going to be the, um, a mess. This guy, watch out, 2023, he's going to be Seinfeld, Russell Peters, and Kevin Hart all in one. Aaron Belial is the guy <laughs> with the uh, phone. Thank oh, you. okay. Thank you, um, uh, Stut Joe Stanley. He's a gearhead member. Oh, good. Well, thank you, Stutjo Stanley. David. He must Bobby. have been disappointed when we stopped talking about. <laughs> he must have been. His real name up. is Stutjo Stanley, for Christ's sake. That's must, the only reason he's here. He must have been real upset the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of money. <laughs> David Lucas. David Manuel Lucas. That's my whole name. David Manuel Lucas. Yeah. Not too many Cubans have a Lucas last name. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's an adopted last name. Oh, it's an adopted last name? Yeah, yeah, my daddy was adopted. Yeah, Hold on one second. Family. One second. He, uh, so David Lucas is about to give a fact that I find very interesting. Maybe David Lucas fans know this. I I didn't know it. And he acknowledges he doesn't talk about it a lot. And it's interesting to watch because I don't do many interviews. We don't have guests on this show, really. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm a great interviewer. I've been mocked for my interviewing skills before. So I try and learn how to better myself. And I look at a guy like Coach HP. And I said, as an interviewer, where would you go with the bit of information David Lucas is about to tease to you? 
Oh, it's an adoption thing? Yeah, my daddy was adopted. Yeah, by the Lucas family. He, uh, actually, my adopted great uncle is Frank Lucas. No way, bro. Gangster, yeah. No, I don't it's, yeah, it's adopted. I don't talk about it too much. True or false? The greatest <laughs> joke ever said is, <laughs> I don't think unemployed people should be allowed to drink energy drinks. <laughs> what do you think of that? I mean, that's, that's one of my jokes. True it's or really false? I, I would have bet money. True or false? A million dollars a day? Is that really what Frank Lucas was making? Yeah, you know? <laughs> Denzel played my uncle in a movie, and uh, you're not going to follow up on that? <laughs> <laughs> True or false? American Gangster. Was that done like to, to the letter or was there some exaggeration? True or false? <laughs> no, no, no. Let me ask you. True or false? Some joke I heard you tell once is the greatest. It's the greatest formulation of words there has ever been. It's the greatest <laughs> sentence ever put together was the setup. And then, uh, you know what? I'm sorry. The second greatest sentence ever put together was the setup. And the greatest sentence in human history was the punchline to that joke be allowed to drink energy drinks what do you think of that i mean that's that's one of my jokes it is a great joke rogan really loved it but uh how did you think like i don't know i like rogan liked it i guess is a good it's a good joke he this is this is the first minute of this interview and you can tell he's like fuck this is where you're right about like brent brendan shaw being uncomfortable mm-hmm you you don't know what to do when someone's heaping this much praise on you. No. Like David Lucas just said, I don't talk about this much, but my adopted uncle is Frank Lucas, who Denzel Washington famously played and is one of the most successful drug dealers of all time. I don't talk about this much. But I don't here, talk about it much. I'm clearly willing to talk about it now because I brought it up. Here it is on a silver platter. If you'd like to talk about Frank Lucas, here's your opening. True or false? You are the greatest comedian of all time. <laughs> no, of 2023. <laughs> True or false? You are a master joke writer. <laughs> but, you know, it's uncomfortable uh, so far in the interview, but they get into their comfort word here. He does have a, a, the perfect accent, by the way, to be this seductive. Yeah. Like he's got the kind of accent you would script if a guy was just out blowing, seducing comedians. <laughs> the, the, the two weapons you have that are like killer. And I wrote it down there is the laugh and using the N word. <laughs> I like how he's like, I had to write this down. <laughs> I wrote this down. How, how much of it did you write, Coach HP? <laughs> Can I see that? Just write the N-word. Let me see that paper. Let me let me see the paper. <laughs> Hold on. What a, the, the, uh, Coach HP doesn't realize how dummy that, what an insult this is. I know. You're only funny because you're allowed to say the N-word. You know what I like about you? It's not your, your joke writing or your observational skills. It's not your insight into any of the, the topics you discuss. You have a funny laugh. And you say the N word. <laughs> the the, the, the two weapons you have that are like killer. Two weapons. These are your there. weapons. You go to Afghanistan with these. Like the the Avengers of, of comedy. <laughs> David Lucas is like, guys, I can throw in an N word if you need one. Yeah, this is this is your Captain America shield and your Thor hammer. <laughs> the laugh and using the n-word because every time you use it it's like you paralyze him right right it's like you're a scorpion you're like, yeah watch this motherfucker bam david lucas, i think david lucas is laughing because he's like those are my skills oh no he's laughing at this guy's question for sure <laughs> these are my skills can i say the n-word it's funny because the n-word does to you like to me it's like the word bro was like it makes us comfortable <laughs> 
It is nice, like a nice warm blanket on a cold fall evening. I've never heard someone say the N-word is their comfort word. Are you, are you tucked in? Here's an N-word real quick. <laughs> are you ready for sleep? All right, you've got your jammies and your chamomile tea. Let me throw an N-word at you. <laughs> A wild sentence to say to this man. Insanity. Insanity. Oh, I love, you know, I love how you, you are like, you are like, uh, a, a ninja with his weaponry. <laughs> you have that N-word in your holster. What's that like? <laughs> um, here we, here we You're have... like a sharpshooter <laughs> who knows exactly when to pull out the N-word. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say to somebody. Just like when you look at comedians over the years, like Seinfeld and Gary Shandling, like brilliant observational comedian, like Brian Regan, they're able to notice things and twist them in a way where it's, it's right in front of you. How did we not notice that in that light before? Or you have guys like Louis C.K. or Bill Hicks or George Carlin that are able to talk about topical uh, things in a fashion that can actually change minds, but also be funny. It's very interesting. Norm MacDonald is a kind of a combination of both guys. And there's also guys that say the N-word at massive quantities. You know what's funny? It's kind of like Coach HP was talking about David Lucas before this interview, and they're like, oh, man, what should I ask him? And someone was probably just like, I don't know, this dude's crutch is the N-word. It just makes He says the N-word a lot. He could <laughs> tighten that up, probably. <laughs> You're right. He is famous for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here they are talking about happiest moments. Coach HP, no one tell him about uh, 90s Def Jam sets. <laughs> he loses fucking mind. Did you see what that guy did to that stool? Oh, I am so comfortable right now. I feel everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. right? And I'm upset. Like, Never heard that. You're probably the happiest on stage. Mm -hmm. I'm the happiest doing three things in my life other than making love to my wife, right? Saying the N-word. <laughs> Saying the N-word. Uh, uh, texting Brendan Schaub and watching you do stand-up. Oh, it, you're not far off. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> Banging his wife. We're setting that aside. Obviously, the Coach HP you know, does a great motivational show and also wants you to know that he gets a nut off once in a while. <laughs> That's very important to throw in there. Yeah. The other three things is... Helping kids out, mm -hmm. helping teenagers and young guys like the most. I gotta young. say, these really aren't two different things. It's the same thing, and he realized he only had two. I really love helping kids out, helping young adults. I like uh, helping prepubescent <laughs> children. I like helping uh, older teens. I like helping uh, people who uh, can now legally drink for the first time. I like helping older people, younger people, men, women. I like doing 50, 60 things. <laughs> don't do so it's one thing. He likes helping kids, apparently. Guys, like the mistakes right. I make, don't do. Mm -hmm. Speaking, doing research for this interview. Mm -hmm. I okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back a second. Wait a second. <laughs> The three things he loves doing, which even that is a little flimsy. By the way, I'm curious what was just cut out of this. Oh, there was a cut there? Oh, a big one. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll tell you where I it was. I love screaming the N-word in certain communities. <laughs> I'll tell you when the cut is. Yeah. You want to go to, you, you know, Coach HP, it's interesting that you say comfort. Go to, uh. 
go to East Harlem and shout that word. See how comfortable you are. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that city feels like a nice warm sleeping nice warm bag. bath. Nice warm sleeping bag. You, you, put the, you put the bubble bath in, you step your foot in there. Ooh, it's a little hot at first. <laughs> then eventually, it feels like a nice loud N-word being screamed at you. <laughs> Ooh, now I can ease into that. Teenagers and young guys, like the mistakes right. I make don't do. Mm-hmm. Speaking. Doing cut. These- that was a cut right there. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I'd love to know. Yeah, that's true. I would love to know what was cut. Because before the cut, he goes speaking like he's going to continue, and then it cuts. <laughs> speaking to members of your community, <laughs> they don't seem to like it too much. Honestly, but boy, am I comfortable. You know what? He might have gone that way. <laughs> they decided to get rid of it. Yeah. Well, shout out to uh, Dougie Fresh and the rest of the editing crew, I guess. <laughs> Doing research for this interview. Mm-hmm. I am the his greatest joy down. in life. <laughs> Something he's never done, by the way. So he just found out that his two greatest joys in life, obviously giving back to children. We're going to call it two great joys because it felt uh, to call it three was a little loose. If, if, if I was David Lucas, I'd be like, dude, you don't have to say this. I was just going to talk about my uncle. And you said no. <laughs> you sure you don't want to talk about Frank Lucas? <laughs> you want to talk about anything else? No, he's like, uh, hey. I love I love uh, thirty five things in life. <laughs> it is uh, giving back to children, giving back to teenagers, giving back to toddlers, mm-hmm. giving back to infants, mm-hmm. giving back to babies. Oh wow! I didn't think of that. Giving back to first graders. Oh wow! Second graders, mm-hmm. third graders, you fourth like, graders. You're like really helpful. Maybe that's what they cut out. He's just <laughs> listing things. Yeah. I like helping. And finally, the elderly. <laughs> now. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Doing research for this interview. Mm-hmm. I am the happiest guy. We're going down the David Lucas like right. life. Like I sat in there. I'm in heaven, right? Yay! Another kill Tony is up. Oh my god. I, I can't believe this guy's real. Oh, thank God it is Monday. I can be happy again. Dude, I, I listen to Kill Tony. The hardest I've ever been was reading your Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but then Hans Kim comes on stage and my happiness goes away. Why did you do that, Hans? <laughs> Fucking psycho. Yay! David Lucas was on another podcast. I get to research him now. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing is like, I enjoy do- doing Why Are You Laughing very much. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy talking about comedians that I like and respect or some that I didn't know about necessarily. I do enjoy that. I would say the research is the most arduous part of it. Oh, yeah. The research is actually the part I like the least. Yeah. I'm not like, yes, I get to read about Carl Reiner's military service. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'll get in here. I got to get some of this juice out. I'm waiting for one of those times <laughs> that you say that and she walks in like, what? <laughs> I'm just doing a I bit. I gotta unload something because I'm reading about the life of Bob Newhart. <laughs> oh, come on. I'm turgid. Bob Newhart makes me want to come. <laughs> oh, Fred Willard is so goddamn understated. <laughs> the Three Stooges got fucked over. <laughs> oh, I'm about. Oh, Ted Healy. Ted Healy. Ted Healy. <laughs> uh, this next one is meant to be. Greatest joys in life. 
<laughs> reading about, not even like listening to, just researching David Lucas. By the way, apparently he knew enough about the Frank Lucas connection because he's research. He came a few times researching <laughs> that, I guess. Oh, you don't don't mention Frank Lucas. You don't want to get me going. <laughs> Is this offensive? By the way, will this get me kicked off YouTube? Um, I think I this guy's spot on impression. I'm doing. This guy's such a lame ass. I think they'll look past it. Thank God. It, it, it's kind. Of, I feel like the accent is necessary to the Coach HP story. I think so. You know. Yeah. yeah. And the people that I had, I had lined up some podcasts that people wanted me on, whatever, and they all canceled. Mm. Everybody canceled. And one of them was a great guy, a guy who runs a random golf club, a guy named Eric Anders. Like, oh, this is interesting. I forgot. I forgot. I should set this up better. Remember last time he flew to California just to talk to Brendan Schaub? I flew here just to be with you. He flew this time. He flew to Austin. David Lucas is part of the, you know, the Kill Tony Rogan crew in Austin. Mm -hmm. Coach HP flew to Austin, not even for David Lucas, just for other people. He was looking for random people to interview. And then luckily, by just a, a brilliant stroke of luck, the greatest day of his life occurred when this happened that he's about to describe. And the people that I had, I had lined up some podcasts that people wanted me on, whatever, and they all canceled. Ooh. Everybody canceled. And one of them was a Great guy, a guy who runs a random golf club, a guy named Eric Anders Lang, super successful. Second one is a big trainer named Mo Wells, who's John Morat's trainer. I mean, the, some of the greatest people in humankind have turned me down for a podcast. Why do I know that name, Eric Anders Lang? I don't know. I'll look that up. That sounds familiar. It's uh, You might be thinking of Eric Andre and Artie Lang together. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but... Listen to that. Like, he's bragging about the names that have turned him down for a podcast. <laughs> I mean, what do you think of the great, like, Elon Musk has, will, will not do it. Uh, President Joe Biden, former Presidents Trump and Obama, will not come near this podcast. Oh, Eric Anders Lang, he, he used to work, um, I feel like Vice or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's Well, these are just some of the names that will not associate with Coach HP. <laughs> What a long list. That's like me being like, hey, guys, you should listen to Why You Laughing. I mean, Jerry Seinfeld, Louis C.K., Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. These are just a few of the names that won't be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. You got to check it out. Do you want to know how lame you are? You said yes to me. <laughs> uh, these people you have never heard of will not do this podcast, but it seems you had a wide open schedule. Stuff like that. And I go, fuck, I'm not going to I'm not going to go. All right. But I ran into your content. Right. <laughs> okay, this is interesting. This is, to me, was a big reveal in the interview where Coach HP is like, I did not know who you were until three days ago. I ran into your content. <laughs> I had no clue. I've never heard of you. And then luckily, by some stroke of luck, some miracle, he lands on YouTube and finds David Lucas and just a, Light goes on. You guys. I know what my destiny is. We need all hands on deck here to get somehow get Coach HP to interview Blind Mike. <laughs> yeah, you think we can get that done? He doesn't get him to fly up to Boston, I guess, because he only does in-person interviews. You will. Yeah, you got, he'll interview you in my studio. <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, this was interesting, by the way. In one of his intros, mm -hmm. he, he and I may have been in Miami at the same time. He has a clip. From he was on with Big Cat and Roan, what seems like at the Super Bowl. So did he play professional sports or no? 
Oh, he's the greatest failure in baseball history. I knew that. <laughs> Did he make it to the <laughs> no. big house? No. I can't tell. He may have, he talks like a guy that was drafted. He was something. But I can't tell. It's to me that when I DM some people, I go, I'm going to meet this guy and I'm going to like this guy. Right. And right from the, I was with my kids, <laughs> my kids in the park, and I heard of you, and it was Joe Rogan saying, this is the best. I go, I've never heard of this guy before. Right. David, Lucas, boom, you popped. I saw your DM right there. Right. And I started going to all your content. And by like, the time this is a crazy talking, admission to be like, I had no interest or knowledge of you before <laughs> I asked you to do the podcast. <laughs> I ju- Here's how much of a parasite I am, mm-hmm. is that I heard Joe Rogan say your name, and without any background research, I DM'd you and begged you to come on. <laughs> Like, this guy is a leech of epic proportions. I don't understand it. Like, he masquerades as this motivational guy. He's just an ass kisser, right? Am I missing something? You've hit my radar so little. I was like, this guy has to say yes to me. I didn't know anything about you except that Joe Rogan has messaged you. Now, I don't know if you've heard my Brendan Schaub interview, but I want to be part of the Rogan sphere. (laughs) If you see the stain on this jacket, I'm not cleaning it. So I actually sent a DM to everyone that Joe Rogan mentions. (laughs) Fact, Boy, my, see- my, my, my DMs with the monkey that knows sign language is endless. And I started going through all your content. And by the time you responded back, I'd already seen seven things you've done. <laughs> and I go, my job now right. is to find this motherfucker mm-hmm. and tell him that in 2023, he's going to be the best. Thank you, man. Thank you. You didn't know him. <laughs> Not only that, he goes, I have to find this motherfucker. <laughs> I have to find this motherfucker. <laughs> I won't say the word that makes me oh so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you might see it might seem like I'm uneasy, it's but because I can't say this word on camera. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's great to tell a, a black guy. By the way, you know what makes me really comfortable? I won't say it. But come on, you know. <laughs> if I say it, you'll be pretty pissed. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's he's. I I don't know. I didn't know who you were but I made it my life's mission to get you on the podcast and ask you nothing about your career. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next, we have him talking about Kobe. Yeah, well, so Brendan Schaub is equivalent to Drake. Yep. Which makes, obviously, David Lucas, which Lakers great. Oh, yeah, like that, right? You're gonna be the biggest comedian. Yeah. Forget the one. You're gonna be the biggest comedian. Right. Like you have, because now if you were 43, I'd be like, you're a baby, bro. <laughs> and, and look at this platform. It's like Kobe landing with Shaq. Right. And you're Kobe. <laughs> Think about exactly that. Exactly. Like right? That. You just That's what I was saying. Now, as long as you don't fuck it up. <laughs> as long as you don't fuck it up. As long as you don't go on a helicopter, you'll be Kobe. It's only, there will only be you to blame if, <laughs> if you are not as successful as Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Wait, so who's Shaq? Who's so Shaq? Saying it, it, Shaq is Rogan, is oh, my understanding. Oh, God. All right. So David Lucas came to Austin where Joe Rogan or Shaquille O'Neal has set up shop. And obviously that makes David Lucas Shaq. Not... Tom Segura, Tony Hinchcliffe, Tim Dillon, Shane Gillis. Uh, all these other people that have moved to Austin to be with Rogan mm-hmm. in that world. David Lucas clearly is the Kobe Bryant 
<laughs> Rogan Shack. I don't even understand the analogy. At least with Drake, he was saying like you're even more handsome than Drake. Like but with this, I don't even get the analogy. Shaq would definitely if if Rogan was Shaq, Kobe's definitely like Shane right now, the young up and comer. Well, yeah, but but Shaq is Rogan, which means David Lucas is actually ultimately going to be bigger than Rogan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then die right. too young, unfortunately. That's but. right. That's right. Just traveling to this next gig. <laughs> a mountain. And one day, me, Jim Murray, and Justin Trudeau will be in an airport, and Justin will be able to speak as he shows us David Lucas has passed. <laughs> um, this is the last one. It's the final question. Okay. Well, this is, I mean, this is a, this is the big one. You know, you want to go out on a high note. Some, some podcasts have themes that they end with or something important that they want to go out. This is coach HP's like, Hey, I got one last shot with you. I just realized what his, his goal is. What's that? So he just said, you're going to be the biggest thing. Right. And he said the same thing to Brendan Schaub and I'm sure he said it to everyone he's interviewed. So when they do, when they do explode, he can be like, dude, I called it. (laughs) I called it. Yeah. Well, he was, it's interesting. He was on with big cat and Roan and the clip he uses like big cats, like, boy, I love your positivity. So I think he just dupes millionaires. (laughs) Like he has some energy about him that people are like, I need a guy like this in my circle. Now it hasn't worked with anyone yet, but that's what he's angling towards. Principal uncertainty in the chat. Uh, I see you on the Patreon a lot. So I will read this says if coach got Joe on, I fear he would R word him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that, that, we'd be in no danger because luckily if Joe Rogan was on this podcast, Coach HP would just visibly be masturbating. <laughs> He's like, dude, yes, I'm covered in baby oil. <laughs> I'm just going to do this. Yeah, he wouldn't need any slurs. <laughs> What's your comfort comfort word, WAP? <laughs> yeah, this guy wants Rogan so badly and is doing it. I got it. I only found a clip of the, the Schultz one and that was a little further back. I got to find the full Schultz interview. Because, like I said, Andrew Schultz actually did kind of create the whole YouTube movement. And, like, he has been pretty influential in comedy. Mm-hmm. So when Coach HP is faced with someone who has had some impact, my God, what he must be doing. The, the I mean, just Schaub alone, dude. At least he knew who Schaub if was. If Lucas inspires you to say the, the one slur you definitely can't say... That he must have committed a genocide when Andrew Schultz was on. Dude, I heard about you yesterday, but I'm comfortable enough to tell you I use the N-word all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a nice robe on a cold winter's day. Um, but yes, this is the final question. Okay. David, I, I'm... And I don't say this to bullshit, man. I'm so proud of everything you've done. Thank bro. you, man. Proud? I, uh, I'm so proud. I didn't know who you were two days ago. He just explained to him. I found out who you were 48 hours ago. I had no no clue who you were. I was down on my luck. Everyone else turned me down. But I have no problem telling you. I am so filled with pride. This YouTube. As the great Norm Macdonald once said, pride is what I most feel. This YouTube golfer turned me down. <laughs> Meanwhile, this man, the last word I would use to describe him was full, prideful. Uh, I'm gonna he improve. has left his pride all over Brendan Schaub's shoes. Yes, he sure has. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to encourage you all the way through. Thank I you. think there's a... There's so much potential. Mm-hmm. I think the talent is... Please stop talking. Man. Before I let you, I always ask the guests at the end, 
I always ask the guests, wouldn't you like to get me to know me better? This is like, don't you kind of wish this was reversed? This is like, this dude doesn't feel shame at all. Don't you know? Think about it. What what would you like to know about me? And I just mean, listen to David Lucas, who's like, okay, so not only did you learn nothing about me in your research, you didn't do like one ounce of insight into who I am or anything. You now want me to interview you, and so David Lucas has just been polite to this whole thing. He's just like dumbfounded. I feel like we gotta get David Lucas on this show and be like, listen, man, I have one question. Please. Yeah, well, you would probably to comfort him, you would have to <laughs> I feel like, dude, please tell me all about Coach HP when the my uh, the cameras weren't on. Go. <laughs> well, let me let me get you a belt buckle, David. Why do you feel you failed in baseball? Can you pinpoint Oh wait, go back because I want you to hear how long the pause was. <laughs> He's like, fuck. For that, you always ask the guests at the end to ask, a, ask me a question, man. That's what, what can I help you with? Uh, let's see. Question uh, for me. Why do you feel you failed? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then he asks, like, the one thing where he's like, well, I only know one thing about you. So <laughs> why did you fail at baseball? And Coach HP is like, I was hoping you would set me up for this. <laughs> My dad's right hook really fucked me I am me the up. most famous abuse victim in Florida history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. By the way, we didn't really talk about that last week, but, like, crimes akin to Casey Anthony happen in Florida. And yet, like, a, a guy beats on his son, and they're like, wow, we should." he's famous now. <laughs> he's going to have the worst interview <laughs> skills of all time. Of all time. Uh, yeah, he's great. We got to find more Coach HP. Hopefully between now and the next time we want to talk about him, he drops a new episode with someone we like. But I'll go back to the archives and find his Schultz interviews and some of the others. He, Oh, you know who else he loves? Who? Here's the end, by the way, if you guys want to get me on. Mm-hmm. Loves Dave Portnoy. Does he? Surprised? Does he? <laughs> <laughs> you surprised a guy like this would try and nuzzle up to Dave Portnoy as well as Joe Rogan? That's weird. Uh, the guy with all those followers he likes? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need I need Coach HP to interview Shane Gillis. That'd be great. Because he'll that just be, be like, hey dude, these questions are fucking gay. Uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh see what we can do with Coach HP. But he's been a real treat to have uh, discovered so far. Oh, for sure. <laughs> is uh is GD Fenderson the only thing we have left now? That is the only thing we have left. Well, I feared the uh, the agenda was a little shorter today because mm-hmm. I don't know how long this is going to take. It's going to take a while. Guys, blame Adam Thoreau, who a few weeks back messaged me and slid, you know, slid something on my desk, said, boss, you're going to want to take a look at this. <laughs> this is an emergency. And I thought and I said, I'm I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> if we if I mean, because, if we if we pause every four seconds, we might be here for two more hours. Yeah. So uh, what Adam Thoreau sent me is that. Uh, G.D. Fenderson, uh, if you want to talk about, like, how do you make a comedy special different? People have tried a lot of different things over the years. <laughs> Something I don't really know that anyone has done. You know, like, people have put out half-hour specials. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akash Singh put out, he called it a comedy special, but I think it was only, like, 20 minutes or something like that. Gringo Poppy, so people have tried, 25. People have tried shortening them in, a, in the TikTok age. Mm-hmm. G.D. Fenderson said, you know what I could do? 
what if I bombed for two hours? <laughs> <laughs> he has a two hour long special. Yep. And we have about the first know, 20 minutes broken up. <laughs> I, I started cutting clips or uh, timestamping clips. And really what I sent to Craig, would you say you cut anything out really other than silences? A point point, like a half a second in between bits. Yeah, there's really not much we cut out because it's all just so good. So I think what we're going to have to do is go bit by bit through this uh, G D Fenderson special, which is hard. Do we, by the way, do you have the video up? The title is horrendous. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. Is that what the title is? That's what it's look. I'm staring at. Oh, right there's now. something else that was in quotes where it's like, quote my. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me look. Um, yeah. Nothing he does makes much sense. G.D. Fenderson has not quite mastered the algorithm the way we have. (laughs) No. My parents meant dot, 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 well. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Everything. So G.D. Fenderson's shtick, I guess, is that he is, um, and this is a great character to be. He's the guy in the office who thinks he's funny and won't stop impressing that upon you. Correct. Where you're like, ha, ha, ha. He's like, oh, here's a lame fat joke. And you're like, ha, ha, nice one, GD. Hey, and you hey. try to move away from him. <laughs> uh, but here's the intro. Uh, oh, yeah. So this is, um, you know, comedy specials. They, you could intro it a lot of different ways. Some people just start it. And that I really like. You're getting right down to business. Some people have like sketches before. And some of those can be good. Some of them are generally played out or unnecessary. Let's see how GD Fenderson gets the people amped up for his big comedy special. I gotta say, hold on, first things first. That's a genuine pop. There's people. There's people. He got people there through uh, through hooker by crook or whatever they say. He got people there. <laughs> well, it's good to have your big ovation before anything's been announced. Right. No, it gets louder, actually, if I recall. Makes me think like it's just his uncles and aunts and like cousins and shit. This is so loud, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> Inaudible music is always good to have at yeah. the beginning of your special. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all shapes and sizes. Welcome to the Love Sound that. Room Cafe in Hanover, Pennsylvania. The home of fresh chips, hot wieners, and now the home of local entertainment. Hold on. Hold on. Have you ever heard? Like, you know, we we broke down Richard Pryor's uh, Live on the Sunset Strip. Yep. Did I cut out the part where yeah. they're like, hey, gang, we've got corn dogs up here if you want them? Yeah, I actually, I, I took that on myself to cut out the guy <laughs> reading the menu before he came on. <laughs> Hey, I'm, you're about to see uh, your favorite comedian. Also, we have nachos at the concession stand. Uh, the soup of the day is uh, corn chowder. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you possibly leave this in? <laughs> I don't know. I don't MC know. Joe Parsons. And now let's welcome to the stage the country's only certified forensic humorist. Please put your hands together and make some noise. <laughs> Love that D. Fenderson. That's loud. That, that's a massive pop. That's loud. So you got to give it to him there. He's he's packed this house, it seems. That's a we know who you are, Pop. Maybe they're all there for the special on hot dogs. 
Why would you put that on YouTube like that? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like get a voiceover guy to do it differently or something like start it where it says, ladies and gentlemen, GD Fenderson. Yeah. I don't understand. Unless here's the thing about GD is like, Hey, that's, that's quirky. I'm at a place. These guys like Tom Myers and GD Fenderson have this delusion of fame. So they think like, wouldn't that be kind of like, you know, alt comedy if I leave in where this guy's reading the menu. Uh, Justin Trudell, two bucks. Blind Mike is the best. Go Blind Mike Project. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> feel forced at all. Uh, here's the opener. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you all it's being here It's great to tonight. build on that momentum, by the way, with, by clumsily placing your microphone back. Yeah, waiting, not going up and just <laughs> saying something into the microphone, then putting something down. It's good to draw the comedian, the the, uh, the crowd to complete silence before you speak. Now, for those of you who do not know, I'm G.D. Fenderson. Also, tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah, I, you can't believe... Justin right now must be losing his shit. I was just going to say another birthday. What is it with the birthdays? I have no idea. I have no <laughs> idea. Remember, for those of you that uh, were, you know, didn't stick around for it, when we watched Heartbreak and Havard to Grace, every comedian that went up there, for some reason, had to mention that their birthday, like that it was almost their birthday, or they just celebrated their birthday, or they hate birthdays. And here's G.D. Fenderson, who's a friend of that crew, Starting his special by saying, it's my birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Tomorrow's my birthday. I was born in 1959. Uh, you can do the math. If you can't, I'm, I'll be 37. See what I mean? <laughs> it's all like, hey, back to the salt mines kind of humor. <laughs> Uh, hey, ain't government work if you don't have to do it twice. Am I right? <laughs> um, you. This next one is just called Joker Statement. <laughs> so, so we've seen so far, GD opens his special by saying, uh, hey, gang, I'm turning 29 for the 10th time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Always fun. But yeah, what, this, is, this is a little more, um, you know, like, we, we study comedy on why are you laughing? Mm-hmm. This is more of a thinking man's piece where I'm not sure what his intention was here. Um, our favorite thing of French fries in the chat, Electra says birthdays aren't funny. You're correct. <laughs> so yeah, there's not a lot. It's, it takes, it would take a, a very talented comedian to craft something hilarious about a birthday. Cause other than that, it just sounds like please applaud and say things to merely, me. merely saying I'm a little older than I'd like to be. Is not it. <laughs> no. <laughs> But uh, here we go. Now, I'm not really big on celebrating birthdays. Never have been. And part of that's because of when my mom raised me. Um, wasn't religious. She was just forgetful. <laughs> Is that a joke? The crowd, it gets a, it gets a mild chuckle from the crowd. Is it a joke? So it seems like he, he does have it set up as a punch, but it sounds, if anything to me, like a setup. What, not religious. Can we play that again? Not religious, he says. Which... I, I guess Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate birthdays. I uh, they Is don't that do. What he means they don't do a whole lot of stuff. It's not like uh, oh hey Frank, it's your birthday. Oh no no no, I'm strictly religious. Sorry. It now I'm not my birthday. 
I'm not really big on celebrating birthdays. Never have been. And part of that's because of when my mom raised me. Um, wasn't religious. She was just forgetful. I think that's... I you, think, said, you, you said you're not big on celebrating them. Like, I, I, listen, we're being too hard on him. I get what he's going for. He's saying his mom is neglectful, forgetful, so maybe we'll hear some wackiness about his family coming up. I know, I I don't like to celebrate birthdays, so I'm going to open my comedy special talking about my birthday. It's him trying to be like, hey, my parents don't, even my parents didn't didn't like me. So if you want, but his way of saying it is like, yeah, you, you guys are probably thinking I'm religious, so I don't celebrate my birthday. Like all those Catholic birthdayless boys. <laughs> um, uh, next we have uh, the, the rule of three. <laughs> yeah, well, this is good. So these clips start to get a little longer. Yes, they do. Very long. Uh, but it's important because, like, you guys know the comedy rule of three. It starts to get fun. It's like where it's kind of funny, and then maybe it loses its funny, and then it gets funny again. That's sort of a thing. So GD is going to take us down that path here. Oh, I mean, her womb was overloaded with children that were born too close to holidays. Uh, My oldest sister, Cookie, um, was born December 20th, five days before Christmas. My two brothers, uh, Bryant and Bastard, I mean, Ralph, sorry. This is all, this is I promise I wouldn't say that. Where he's like... Oh, and my uncle, you should see this guy. <laughs> hey, I'm walking in. <laughs> um, this is like, but like, again, it's got that, the, you know, funny guy in the office vibe where he's like, my, my brother, bastard. I mean, Ralph. <laughs> oh, he must be a real spitfire, that guy. Brian and Ralph, they were both born around Easter. And I was born... Okay, hold on. I don't want to poke too many holes in this. Go back just a little bit because I don't want to ruin his setup. But if I may, Easter is on a different date every year. Yep, and it, I feel like it, it uh, goes between like a three-week time period. I would say even a month. Like Maybe it would even be a the month. End of, end of March to the end of April pretty much, right? Something like that. Yeah, so I, I don't know if you could be born around Easter enough that you'd never have a birthday, but I'm willing to take the ride with him. I promised I wouldn't say that. Um, Brian and Ralph, they were both born around Easter. And I was born, obviously, just before Thanksgiving. Also, again, also changes. Again, it's ever-changing. But all right, okay, you're all born around holidays. I'm willing to accept it. Is, she was so busy preparing for the holidays that she just forgot about us until the holidays came around. So we're sitting so around eating Christmas dinner. And my mother's serving food, and then she'll go, fuck. I think that was the One of you had a birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie, cookie, no, you had a, no, mama didn't forget, no, no. No, no, mama loves you. I got you, I got you this nice monogram red and white birthday stocking. Yes, I did, here you go. There you go. Okay, all right, listen, now that's not, okay, that represents Christmas, not Certainly not a great punchline, but we've got two more examples to go. Don't forget. We've got Easter and Thanksgiving. So I think by the end of this, we're going to really get what GD is going for. (laughs) Yep. We have no idea yet. Of course, yeah. Mama loves you. (laughs) Easter dinner rolls around. Same thing. My mother's preparing and serving. 
Somebody had a birthday. Ralph, Brian, y'all had birthdays, didn't you? <laughs> that one's right. Hold on. But they can both- I also ask, like, why nothing's happening that's making her remember that someone had a birthday? She's realizing because it's around the holiday She's and sitting there like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> in the ho- no one seems bothered by it, but I'm now realizing you had birthdays. Yeah. And the holidays are correct. Meaning what? Like she's not so confused. She doesn't forget whose kid or which person has a birthday when. Oh, right. Yeah. She always knows, yeah. but it's not until the holiday that she remembers. Correct. <laughs> no, mama didn't forget. No, no, mama didn't forget. I got you just Nice chocolate birthday bunny. Oh, the people like that you one. Can, All right. Here you go. Share the ear. Wasn't no, the worst. That wasn't the worst the thing pe- I've heard. The the people enjoyed this one, but I would say on the third, the first two we get like, oh, it's a Christmas thing and an Easter thing. We get the third one. I think is going to knock our socks off and be way different than the first two. Sure. I think it's important that he gives three examples here. Share the ears. Funny, funny punchline. I guess. Sure. For GD. There's one for each of you. I'm not stupid. God, you know, I know what you're thinking, but I'm really not stupid. And by the time Thanksgiving rolled around, I knew my mother forgot my birthday. So I was already crying. I mean, there's no point. And, and so I was crying. And my mother, boy. Why not say, hey, mom, just so you know, like, you're about to forget my birthday. Do you want me to cry, mom? Instead of crying, you're saying you remember. You, you nip this trend in the bud. You caught it early. Actually, that's a great point. I forgot. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm guessing you didn't notice this either. Is What's he that? put subtitles in with co- his own commentary on the joke throughout this whole thing? What do you mean? So, God, you know, I know what you're thinking, but hold on, let me re- rewind it here. You can here. You go share the ears. I'll tell you one second. There's one for each of you. I'm not stupid, God. So he says, "I'm I'm not stupid." On the screen pops up, "I've been tested." Yes. Can you keep the? Can you keep us abreast of those as they pop up? You guys ready to be here till fucking Thursday? <laughs> I love this. I didn't realize there were jokes within the jokes. Oh yeah, it's like the DVD been, commentary. Yeah, he's been tested for stupidness. <laughs> we all know that test. Uh, Dang lizard, five euros. Comedian slash demotivational speaker here. Quote, I'm naturally happy person. My birthday is the day of Fukushima and the year of Chernobyl. <laughs> hey, no one's celebrating those days. That's good. That's good. It is good. Um, we're going to be here till Craig's hairline grows back. Get comfy, boys. <laughs> Shut I know up. what you're thinking, but I'm really not stupid. And by the time Thanksgiving rolled around, I knew my mother forgot my birthday. So I was already crying. I mean, there's no point. And, and so I was crying. And my mother, boy. Why are you crying? No, come here. Come here. Come here, boy. Mama did not forget your birthday. No, no. Here, come here. Let me like that. Yeah. Blow out your birthday turkey. <laughs> oh, yes, GD. You really turned it on its ear. You went a route that we weren't expecting. <laughs> All that fucking buildup to do the same joke that the first two were. Ugh. Birthday turkey. The Easter bunny one was the one you should have ended on. Isn't isn't every birthday near a holiday in some respect? Mine's Basically. not. When's your birthday? May. Memorial Day. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like real ones that like, you know. Oh, yeah, like paying homage to our troops. Not like that. Not silly ones like that, you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. 
Oh, we, we have a demon backstage now, by the way. Okay, good. We'll get to him soon. Uh, oh, that was... Uh-oh. <laughs> you, you said, we have a demon backstage. I said, we'll get to that soon, and my phone popped open. <laughs> What's he doing? Spooky. He's, he's doing... <laughs> so, he's up to something. <laughs> um, here we have Worth the Journey. Electra Fry is also backstage. <laughs> Oh, good. Electra Fry, buckle up, because you're on the highway to hilarity. <laughs> now, my wife and I recently acquired two kittens. Or to put it in the popular political vernacular, we grabbed some pussies. The girl. Yeah, JGD. <laughs> Caption says, the girl according to Trump. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? The girl according to Trump. He grabbed some pussies. No, 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 I understand, but that, that sentence doesn't seem right. Uh, don't ask me to explain oh, the this. the girl... Parentheses according to Trump. So it probably should have been, but it's not. It just says the girl according to Trump. All caps. No, no, no girl accused him of that. He was on camera saying it to fucking uh, Billy Bush. <laughs> exactly. It was not an accusation. He uh, said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this is this adds such a great layer. I didn't know these were in there. Oh god. Okay, yeah, so that's great. A good grab him by the pussy joke. This right. was, at the time it was topical. This special's from a few years ago. And she got them from a, a lady of, from her job, and we had to keep them together because they play nice together. Um, on, cats on, have nine lives and are a little frisky. Is that what it says? Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, I don't even know why we have to comment on this. He's doing it himself. <laughs> Cats have nine lives and are a little frisky. Now, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, I'm trying to analyze every part of this. The mm-hmm. premise now seems flawed because he's just saying, first of all, she got a, his wife got a cat from a woman she works with, which that's not a thing that happens. Ugh. I went to work today. Here's some cats. <laughs> and they're horny and as fuck. They have to keep them together because they like each other. Why are you signing up for this deal? I don't understand. I don't either. I don't either. I don't get this okay. guy. Well, guys, he's going to tell us in great length. Okay. People are naive. See, kittens don't play nice together. They are learning to hunt and kill. Okay? So when you see them running around and tackling each other, they're figuring out how to grab a jugular, how to take down big game. You know, they're only like seven ounces each, but they're practicing on taking down, learning how to take down a 215, okay, 230-pound man. Uh, DVD adds 15 pounds. So, for people to think that these animals are being nice is no, no, they're naive. We see, we like to. Oh, hold on! I didn't even realize he put this out on DVD. Apparently, or he thought it was going to be. It came out like three years ago. DVDs. They, they stopped making DVD players when he put this out. <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's like if I if I if we Craig and I recorded this podcast mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, Craig, upload it to the Nickelodeon. We got a DVD <laughs> release show. Crank it out. <laughs> I'll have, have a DVD release show. <laughs> Anthropomorphized. Sorry. 
That's my inner city learning coming out. Oh, what is going We like to. Do you say a word that would make Coach HP comfortable? They're naive. Well, see, we like to anthropomorphize. Sorry. That's my inner city learning coming out. Wait, wait, wait. Why would that be inner city learning? I don't know, and I'm not going to repeat it just in case it's something bad that I'm not aware of. <laughs> no, I know. That anthropomorphize is a real word. He got it correct. Mm-hmm. Why would it be inner city learning? Yeah. Are there better schools in the inner cities? Have I been duped all this time? Maybe. <laughs> Anti-establishmentarianism. Right, well, okay. So he went, he went to one of those, uh, you know, prep schools in the inner city. All right. <laughs> we like to assign human qualities to inhuman things. So we name them. We invite them into our homes. We elect them for president. Nice. There's got to be a comment there, right? You can bet no cats voted for Trump. <laughs> okay. The commentary is the best part of this video. I didn't even realize. <laughs> you sure can, GD. Uh, because we don't know any better. We want to see the best in something or see something else in other than what it is. That's fine. But we have to learn to name these little bastards. And also, before they even stepped one foot into our house, we already were in a hole for like $400. We're, I mean, buying, buying kitty litter, litter, toys. Hey, he's, like, he's like Coach HP. He doesn't know how to list things. <laughs> so he's he's correct. He's acknowledging he's bombing and forgot shit because the comment that's on the screen just says litter boxes. Like he couldn't fucking think of that. <laughs> oh, that's what was happening. Because he goes kitty litter, litter. He listed them as if they were different. Yeah, things. and it just says litter boxes on the screen. <laughs> so I guess what was happening is he's repeating it to be like, God damn it, what are those things? What are those boxes that you put litter in? Cat toilet. Ah. <laughs> uh, you name it, carriers, we were buying it. My wife and I have been together for 13 years. That is the most we've ever spent on pussy accessories. Dick accessories. Nice. GD, I really liked it the second time when you brought pussy back Hold from up. three seconds ago. Nothing worth saying is topping this. It says dick accessories are another story. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you get me started. <laughs> How's it anyways? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, so he's talking to the he's talking about these cats. Hackrad will like this. Hackrad's a cat guy. I'm sure he can relate to a lot of this content. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hackrad, let us know. Jot this down for later. Do litter boxes cost upwards of four hundred dollars? <laughs> he's probably got one that is. Because he's like, we're already in the hole four hundred dollars. We bought litter boxes, litter, um, toys. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. That should cost what? 40 bucks? I have no idea. I have no idea about cat stuff at all. Well, hey. Um, this next clip is called Should Have Been Longer. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. is Some of these clips, when I cut them, I'm like, you didn't take me on enough of a journey. When I, when I got to the punchline, I wasn't satisfied. I was like, oh, you shot your wad too quick, GD. Take me on a longer walk. And we still haven't had named them yet. Now, I have a friend of mine, a good friend, one of my best friends, has, he and his wife got two kittens. They were sisters, not sisters, sisters, from the same litter. And Hold they on. named them from Greek. This th- is his crowd. These are his people. 
And that was a bomb. And even when he's like, not sisters. What year? Was this 1993? <laughs> <laughs> not uh, sisters, everybody. <laughs> uh, super chat from Nick Two, 10 bucks. Craig, do the human race a favor and put a hat on. I've been trying, but people aren't super chatting enough. Craig's very, he's very stingy when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're about 290 bucks short. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Named them Phoebe and Calliope. And I think that's real cool, except for they're not Greek. <laughs> I have another friend of mine I, who I work with, has two dogs from the same litter. He named them Thor and Loki. Real cool Norse names. He's not Scandinavian. Hold on, so what? I wanted to name those cats <laughs> something from my own culture. Hold on, Some- go, go back. Hold on, hold on. Who gives a shit? I can't wait to hear what his names for his own culture are. <laughs> I meet someone with a dog named Brewski. I'm not like, you didn't play linebacker for the Patriots. He's lying. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> From black mythology. It just says Wakanda is real. <laughs> See, and now most of you are laughing because you got ahead of me. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back because I'm not. Ahead. I'm, I'm a slow learner. He's not Scandinavian. So his answers are going to be like racist, right? Yeah, this is going to be like, I don't even want to say. Shaniqua (laughs) or something? Yeah. Okay, most of you got ahead of me. This is exciting. I wanted to name those cats something from my own culture. Something from black mythology. (laughs) See, and now most of you are laughing because you got ahead of me. (laughs) And you're thinking, he's going to name them Unkulu Unkulu. (laughs) You know, from the supreme Zulu god and he's going to name the other one Ogon from Nigerian lore the god of iron you lost them all GD that's very powerful names he lost them all with that they're like nope (laughs) we thought you were going to call him Jamal or something no come on that's what they were all thinking you know that that's why they clapped they were all thinking that reference that no one knows what the fuck he's talking about to give animals who no longer have their balls You gotta go back for that. Hold on. I'm sorry. We're we're st- this is difficult because he's spitting out jokes at such a rapid pace. Lore, the god of iron. And those are two very powerful names to give animals who no longer have their balls. <laughs> he pantomimed scissors, just so everyone Hold on. go back because I want to hear <laughs> that the, most of the room is like, huh, that's not bad. There's one guy there who reminds me of how I felt when I was in Havre de Grace. Nigerian lore, the god of iron. And those are two very powerful names to give animals who no longer have their balls. Now listen. That was a belly laugh. One guy, there's one guy who can't believe it. He's like, holy shit. He's keeled over. I wish they were still rattling off the menu. <laughs> but this is a, the thing about like G.D. Fenderson and Tom Myers is like they, they have, they, they think they're intellectuals. They mm-hmm. have infantile minds where they're like, isn't it wild? Like the crowd is going to go nuts when I mention that pets are sometimes neutered. <laughs> it's crazy. They're not going to, they're going to throw up. They're not going to be able to believe that this animal had its nuts cut off. That's wacky. Another one of these titles that you you create 
that makes yes. me laugh is I'm not sure I get this one. <laughs> this could go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, this one I'm not sure I get. The rest of them I've been on board with, but this one I'm not sure I quite understand. So he's talking about um, black culture, right? Sure. So these names are going to be from black mythology. Yep. Okay. So even as I'm, I'm as I'm saying, I'm getting. So it's going to be a myth associated with black culture. Then I guess right. Mm-hmm. So it's going to get. Playfully racist, but GD can get away with that stuff. Yep. So I wanted to name them something from contemporary black mythology. So we named one Good Credit. <laughs> we named the other one Food Stamp. They have a sister named WIC. What does that mean? Wick? I don't know. I got to be honest, man. That was the lamest most unoriginal joke i've ever heard in my entire life well it's very lame but he's also got confused about the the origin of it so black mythology i guess like good credit would be like that's a myth in black culture is what gd is saying yeah (laughs) but without logic why would food stamp be the next name wick is food stamps i think says someone in the chat oh okay so Um. they give him the same name yeah, Wick, Wick is food welfare for women, infants, and children. Okay. Did he mean bad credit? <laughs> no. <laughs> so black mythology, he's saying two myths in black culture would be good credit, which like, okay, he's like, it's a, it's a stereotype that he's playing on. I get that. Is he saying that? It's a myth that black people are on food. So they don't have good credit, but it's also a myth that they're on food stamps. Uh, I feel like Craig speculating on this will be dangerous. This is me thinking so hard before I speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next clip's ready. That's convenient. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, let's see. Maybe, maybe you'll explain it. Enough about the cats. Introduction. Well, Guys, have you heard enough about the cats? I haven't. That was me asking. Enough about the cats? Of these two animals into our home has caused a slight rift with my wife and I, only because our marriage is based on honesty. Even though we both believe that everybody lies, we have to be completely honest with each other. It's an oxymoron, but so is marriage. What? So Not ours, though, it says... I usually get home from work first. Nice. And I have to explain to Way my to wife cover with the misses. why things are in the state that they are. It's the kittens. They should have stopped me. It's not my drinking. Oh, I forget. I'm like, why is Craig saying that? I'm sp- if you hear me speaking making no sense, it's because I'm All reading right. the screen. Go back. We gotta we gotta interpret this correctly. Because the first time I watched this, here's what's interesting. When I cut these clips. I didn't know what I was sending Craig. I was like, listen to this idiot. I didn't know there were subtitles on the screen. So I, I just realized while we were doing this, that it was his own thoughts. I thought it was subtitles for what he was saying. And then I realized there wasn't no. there long enough. <laughs> this probably makes the joke so much better. Mm-hmm. I would think. So I usually get home from work first and I have to explain to my wife why things are in the state that they are. It's the kittens. They should have stopped me. It's not my drinking. You know, it's not my stumbling around or anything like that. I, it's the kittens. These people, coach, they don't know how to list things. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you can't say it's not my drinking and then say it's not some of the symptoms from my drinking. <laughs> it's not my drinking. It's not me slurring my words. It's not me getting drunk. It's not me having too many beers. <laughs> it's not me beating my wife to a pulp. <laughs> Is that on the screen? <laughs> yeah, that'd be fucking hilarious. We were lying in bed one night. Shout out. And the kittens were on the bed beside us, or between us. Sounds disgusting. And one of them loves to get his belly rubbed. But when he gets his belly rubbed, he gets excited. And he just starts kicking like... So I'm rubbing his belly. It's a good little food stamp. Yeah, it's a good little food stamp. Yes, you hey, are. That's what we call a callback he gets- to three minutes ago when he mentioned food stamps. Nope, three seconds ago, Mike. It was about <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. five minutes ago, our time. <laughs> yeah, so food stamp didn't get the pop he wanted. So he, he mentions food stamp and good credit multiple times throughout these next bits. Really, really excited, and he passes gas. And apparently he never I mean, heard can his you own imagine gas? a cat breaking wind? <laughs> That this is, is going to be ripe for comedy. That's viral internet video if I ever heard <laughs> yeah. one. Before. Because he jumped up and ran out the room. And as soon as, as soon as food stamp jumped out and ran out the room, good credit followed him. You can have good credit and food stamps. So Carol wakes what? up. What? I don't know. I'm just reading what he wrote. <laughs> He's still trying to make that work. I need, to, I need the audio only listeners to just understand I'm reading what this man wrote. Yeah. So he wants, so he's commenting, boy, this is, you know what makes it feel like this special isn't funny. It's not. What it actually is. is like, <laughs> what it actually is, is it's so many jokes at once that your, your synapses are all out of whack. <laughs> you can't register what, what's a joke and what isn't. There's too much. <laughs> Say, excuse me. First of all, is she asleep? Who am I saying excuse me to? Am I, am I supposed to wake her up, honey? Honey, what do you want? I farted. Excuse me. Go back to sleep. Oh, my God. New meaning to... It said new meaning to laugh and guess. <laughs> His, his, the subtitles are better than his jokes. Way better because they're not funny <laughs> on top of it and he had time. <laughs> new, new meaning to laughing gas, everybody. Oh, that's why he laughs at the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I thought I thought, why is he cracking himself up so much? Certainly he's told this joke before. <laughs> he need for it to put that in the subtitles. He needs to laugh. No shit. So he said, new meaning to laughing at. See, gang, I'm laughing and I passed gas. Uh, cat stories continue. Oh, God. The cats. He spends 15 minutes on these fucking cats. I don't understand the logic behind that, but okay. And can I say, can I, I just got to say real quick. These are not the stories he's telling. It's not like I really have no choice but to talk about these cats. Like they're so crazy. It's like the cats, he gave them silly names and they're somewhat energetic. You know what? Uh, my cats like their belly rubbed. I have to talk about it on the stand up yeah. special. <laughs> yeah. My cats run around and scratch. <laughs> but I- you ever heard the, uh, the premise that cats trying to kill you? 
Oh my God. My cat uses the litter box. I need to speak truth to power here. <laughs> I need to tell an audience about this. Explain these things. Uh, I got home from work and I looked on the sofa. I see good credit sitting there. I said, okay, where's food stamp? See, they've been home for eight hours by themselves. Hold on. Learning real, how I've, to tackle. By the way, I've racked my brain. I don't want anyone else to waste the time that I did. Mm-hmm. I was really thinking, what is the double meaning? He keeps saying food stamp and good credit. What is the, there's got to be some commentary. And then I realized, oh, no, no, no. I listened to more of the special and I was like, oh, no, there isn't. It's all it's exactly what you think it is. He's still shoehorning that joke from three minutes ago and. Yeah, and you're right. It should have been bad credit, and I think he realized that, and he's just like, well, I already said good, so I got to just do this the yeah, rest of the no, time. no, the cat's name is good credit, everybody. That's funny. And hard to take me down. <laughs> Food stamp, even though he's only, at that point, three pounds, seven ounces, jumps up on the chair, jumps up on the back of the chair, and then jumps at my neck and grabs me by the hair. And he starts to pull me like this. Okay, I'm not afraid of a three and a half pound cat. I'm not. Okay? But then good credit tries to take me down. Good credit gets me by the ankles, and now these two kittens have been plotting all day how to take me out. Now, like I said, I can take on the kittens. The thing is, I don't want to hurt them. Because if I hurt them, I wind up in the doghouse. We don't have a doghouse. I have to spend $400 more to find a doghouse that will accommodate a dog 230, okay, 35 pounds. Uh, I see what you did. Remember before he said he was 230? And uh, just so you know, he wrote DVDs are fattening again. <laughs> if you guys don't remember from before. Now I ask you, Craig, which is better? This is doghouse joke or Norm McDonald's? What do you think? Oh, this by far. <laughs> Norm McDonald's doghouse bit is not one of my favorite things no. ever written. This is, this is much more clever, I think. Yeah. Where he's like, I'd be in the doghouse, but first I'd have to get a doghouse. <laughs> you could have what someone the fuck the, does that mean? Someone in the crowd just yells out when he says he doesn't have a doghouse. You must be gay. <laughs> We've heard this. <laughs> it is unique in that he's not ripping off Norm Macdonald. That we can confirm. All right. Now, um, next clip. I know what you guys are thinking. It's got to be it. Uh, We're done no, with the cats, right? Nope. This one's called, are you done with the cats yet? Come on, GD. <laughs> now, by the way, I-, I I knew what was playing in the clips, but make sure you put in the subtitles, uh, Mike is angry. <laughs> Mike can't believe the, the cat clips continue. Hack rides backstage, so he knows how to cut this one. Yeah, good. Yeah, please put that in the subtitle. Because I can see him, and I know he's going to start shaking his head now, and I realize I haven't hit one single timestamp. Yep, yep, yeah, there he is. Oh, God. Hack I'm, ride, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. It's hard. Um, we do not shut the bathroom door. There's no need to. Um, we have this understanding. We pretend that there's privacy. We pretend we don't smell anything. We pretend we don't hear anything. We oh, just walk by the bathroom. I uh, he tricked even me with this. So right now he's talking about his wife, like bathroom habits with his wife, which you know that's relatable in a relationship when you move in with a lady. You know uh, that can be uncomfortable at times. So I think, oh thank God he's moved on. He's not talking about this. There's no way. The cats get brought up again. No shot. Surely we're done. We're done. And the other one's doing the business. Hey, baby. Hey. 
That's it. I'm cleaning, not rubbing. Now, the other day, I'm in the bathroom. So for the folks at home, this is what the the live audience there doesn't get to enjoy this goodness. He's not jacking his prick, is what he's trying to say. He's cleaning the house. (laughs) Okay. First of all, this is not to scale. I only have one hole. This has five. Yeah, he's got his belt out. Being like, okay. my dick's not this big. I'm in the bathroom. Belt? Huh? His dick's not as big as his belt? That's a very thin cock. <laughs> he, he, it makes it look long right now. Okay, gotcha. Uh, trying to mentally solve an crossword puzzle that we have. <laughs> Guys, look out. Mike's got a real thick piece we find in there right now. It's thicker than my belt, yes. <laughs> On the back of the toilet. <sighs> Six down. Trump's Native American name. In walks good. No, no, no. Don't. D- d- Craig wants to blow through these for some reason. <laughs> I like to digest. What the fuck does that mean? Go back. Go back. Stop. Stop. I did go back. I did go back. What does this mean? I don't know. I got to try to. I got to. I got to reassess. Please. Oh. <laughs> I only have one hole. This has five. <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. Uh, trying to mentally solve an crossword puzzle that we have on the back of the toilet. <sighs> okay. And it says six down Trump's Native American name. Six down Trump Native. So it, the, the clue would be Trump's Native American name. Six down. And six down would be where you write the answer. I don't know if he's about to say the punchline to that. But how could he? Because he's not telling the audience. I have no idea. Six down, Trump, Native American. Man. Go back just a little bit again. I want to hear him set it up. I want to, I just want to hear this to get all the context. <laughs> I only have one hole. This has five. I'm in the bathroom, uh, trying to mentally solve an crossword puzzle that we have on the back of the toilet. Six down. In walks good. Native American name. In walks good credit. Okay, so six down. Anyone in the chat have any fucking clue what that means? <laughs> so he's not giving it when he says six down. That's what the it's numbered, right? And that's yeah. How many letters there are? Correct. So we have no idea. We don't have. Any other clues? I mean, this could just be a bad case of joke doesn't land on screen nope. or on typing. <laughs> you, I, I think you might be right. Maybe he's going to give us something. This could be like a Tarantino movie. We're going to be like, oh, holy shit. That's what he was doing the whole time. <laughs> Credit. <laughs> and he sees me going. And then food stamp flanks me on the other side. He flanks me. <laughs> He flanks my crank. Comes right on over here. By the and way, we, we got so distracted by the crossword thing. The the cats have re-entered the picture. <laughs> right, as he's peeing? <laughs> the the crowd was like, oh no, don't, don't. I hope we're not done with the cats. And Jeannie said, don't worry. <laughs> These mischievous little creatures, we're not done with them yet. That There's something moving. <laughs> it must be a toy. Have you ever seen that commercial? Could six down be Trump's Native American name? 
Um, uh, Electrify says Trump's Native American name is Grab a Pussy. That's not ridiculous. Uh, shitting bull. Shitting bull is another option. Uh, six court trials. No, what, I, what I'm asking is, is he saying that, you know, we're introducing Trump by his Native American name. You would say, this is my friend six down. Is that what he's trying to say? If that's it, I want to blow up GD Fenderson and never what speak. What Because it makes six zero, down. that would make zero fucking sense. What Hack ride. Yes or no. Down. Is that what he means? Shake your head, please. You guys are big liberals, right? He says no. Six indictments down. But this was three years ago. Yeah. I'm I'm about to hate G.D. Fenderson and not enjoy him. <laughs> this continues. Six down. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm too hung up on that. We'll, we'll, we'll f- Please, folks, comment in the comments below. Please leave your thoughts on what six down means. Something moving. <laughs> it must be a toy. Have you ever seen that commercial where there's a little kid going, uh-oh, no, we have a situation. <laughs> they jumped no. for my junk. <laughs> and I'm going, no, 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 no. All right, last thing I'm going to say about the six down thing. We're all in this together. Um, we're going to find out what the fuck he meant. Okay, everyone that's watching live right now, get to it. We're going to figure this out. Someone Google it or something. I don't know how you would find this out, really. But what does he mean? Six down. I don't care about super chats. Write what you think it is in the fucking (laughs) chat. Pay, pay what you feel your guess is worth. Yeah. If, you, if you know it's a, you're just taking a swing, don't bother paying. But if you think you have the answer, yeah. super chat. You need to get my attention. Make sure it's a different colored comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Glenn, how the piss get all over the bathroom? We learned a little something about GD there. His name is Glenn. Yeah. Who it's would, good to not tell your audience that. But Who would Jesus blame on the fucking screen? Who would Jesus blame for pee getting everywhere? Who would Jesus blame? I don't, I, dude, I'm just gonna hit continue. No, 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 no. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna sit here until we figure it out. Who would Jesus blame? I assume GD, right? Oh, yeah, yes. Yes. Blame the cats? I don't know. No, no, Jesus. I don't know the answer to this. I'm not. He said he's not religious. (laughs) If I I can hit play, if I say Jesus would blame GD, right? Fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to tell me that those two little kittens pissed up here? I'm not trying to tell you anything. I'm just saying, for the sake of our marriage, you have to trust me on this. <laughs> if you want this marriage to work, you have to believe that I'm not pissing on the walls. <laughs> if you want this marriage to work, you have to believe that I'm not the one scratching the furniture. <laughs> if you want this marriage to work, you're going to have to believe I'm not the one that drank the last of that liquor. Wait, what? We left the bathroom now? Now it's just we're talking generalities. And I know what you're thinking. You must have missed something. Something had to pop on the screen during all this. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Where he's now? But he here's the thing. 
if you want this marriage to work, you must believe me that the, the cats fucked with him and that's why he pissed everywhere. We don't that's have true, right? That's what he, that's what happened. We don't have a, a call in number, Charlie, Charlie, just so you know, um, <laughs> dang lizard, two euros. Mike is confused and astonished by this super chat. What do you mean? I don't fucking know. <laughs> He's right. He got me. Damn it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and drooled all over the sofa. If you want this marriage to work, you have to believe that. In short, what I'm saying is we have a cat that's available. Oh, we are separating those little motherfuckers. All that they, 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 one of them has to go. I thought you loved them. You that's said. what we took the journey for. <laughs> it's 15 minutes of him talking about his cat, and the punchline is just like, We're getting rid of one. I'm giving my cat up for adoption. So, this goes again, goes back to what I was talking about, where this is a guy who thinks it's really interesting that he has two cats that kind of misbehave, mm-hmm. and he's like, What if I did like 40 minutes on that? Somebody, please. Get in contact with GD and send him a screenshot of the six down thing and be like, please tell me what you meant what by this. Mean? So GD funny on Twitter. Yeah, I believe is his handle. Is this where whoever gets this answer can come on the show and tell us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm mystified. I got to be honest. I wasn't even really paying attention to the end of that clip because I just kept saying six down so here's the problem i don't remember what he said (laughs) since then (laughs) six down if the answer is pocahontas electra i'm gonna flip out that it was only that i don't think i don't think so i don't think so either because that's that's we don't have the right amount of letters to that's elizabeth warren's that's elizabeth warren trump's native american name six down god Um, that's baffling Bong hit transplant. I can wrap my mind around. I can. I can wrap. My I get mind what he was that. going for. It doesn't make any sense, but I can fathom it. You're right. This is gonna. This bothers me. I'm. Know. I'm not gonna be able to sleep right now. Can we hold on? Let me. Let me see this. Are we moving on to uh, fantasy football? Is this our last clip, or do we have two more? We have three more, and they're all two plus minutes. Three more. Yeah. Should we save them? Yeah. Should we save them? <laughs> yes. We we don't earn the rest of them until we figure out what the fuck <laughs> you meant. We find out what six down meant. Yeah. But we have Hack Ride yeah. and Electrofry. Yeah, let's save it because I don't want to leave Hack Ride and Electrofry waiting too long. Let's save those. Make sure you tuck those away for our next GD rainy day. <laughs> and let's let's bring in a man who's never confusing. Well, I'm never left baffled by. <laughs> And his, uh, his gal Friday. <laughs> hey there. Hey. Oh, what's up, Fry Lady? How's everyone today? Good. How are you, Hack Red? Hey, look, my tech is working. It's, it's amazing. It is nice. I do appreciate that. Yes. Hey, LeBron won the cup, baby. Yeah, brought another chip to Los Angeles. Boston doesn't get that. Nope, that's the first one comes to Los Angeles. Thank you, LeBron. I like that Hack Ride still, after all this time of knowing me, thinks like that Celtics disses are going to get under my skin. I'm in pain. Uh, yes. Well, you're moving to Vermont, I hear. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's true. Vermont. A, this little place I've heard of. <laughs> I sneakily watch your other shows and I'm like, who is this? It's like, it's like watching your wife fuck another man. I'm fucking you on these other channels. Is that right? Well, Hack Ride, do also, you uh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, here we go. We're dancing. Dylan Gabriel to Oregon. We reloaded, baby. Oregon Ducks. Dylan, you're on the Heisman watch. Here we go. All right, go ahead, Mike. That was important to stop. Uh, do you? Do you? <laughs> would you like to get into what we discussed at the beginning of the show, or do you have anything prepared you want to get to first? Well, yeah, that was fun. I had a friend over. I, I'm like, hey, uh, let me my conquest. Let me show you how great I am of a man and a broadcaster. This man loves me. I'm on his show. I do things for him. <laughs> and, and here we go. And then the first thing you fucking say is. He sucks the life out of me. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just fucking making the mistake of fucking this maniac last night? And then he wakes up and says, "I want you to watch the Blind Mike Project, if you wouldn't mind." Yes. Yes. And, and, and 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 I was able to talk her down. Yes. And we were putting her clothes on. And then she's like, "Okay, I guess it's okay." Just in time. For you to say, I love saying the N word. It looked like I picked the wrong. HP. It looked like I picked the wrong day to date multi-ethnic waitresses in Los Angeles. Thanks a lot, Mike. <laughs> I like the, no, that he's him the cosplaying as a demon is the least of her worries. <laughs> right. uh, what I'm trying to say, Blind Mike, is you owe me one release. Thank you. Well, that's fair. That's so that, that's the deal you did sign up for. So that's fair. <laughs> there is more chance of that happening than that IQ thing ever with John. I guarantee. <laughs> Mike will turn me off. <laughs> yes, oh, by the way, can I just say something? We are now monetized over on my channel, and I was carefully reviewing the memberships, as I so often do, and they are alphabetized. So I went to B. <laughs> I didn't see anything there. I was like, maybe he has a different name. Are you Roadkill 10? Mike, are you Roadkill 10? Because if not, then we got some serious explaining to do how you're not a goddamn member on my channel. I didn't see Craigers there either, but I know he has to spend the money on the children and the toys and the candy. Mike, you have no children. You can't see things. There's nothing in your house. How are you not spending $5 a month on me? I will, I will, that's, a, that's an error on my part. I will subscribe after the show today. Thank you. You, you. you said uh, people listen. If Mike follows, you follow. Yes, he will br bring you into the breach. But if you're not there, Mike, they ain't coming in. Go subscribe. Go subscribe Thanks. to Hack Ride on YouTube, for God's sake. Yeah, subscribe right. to Hack Ride because I'm not subscribed either. Well, Booler with 20 bucks, uh, enough money for Mike to buy us all memberships for Hack Ride. Uh, Merry I Christmas, Mike. I won't Mike. point out that every member is because I said go subscribe to Hack Ride. I won't point that out. I'll just nicely subscribe after the program. <laughs> he just tilted his oh. head in a very. Are you saying, you saying <laughs> Wendy's fans are nothing? Oh, okay, it's on, Wendy's fan. Gear heads in and pack rats. I'm going to hide. Pack Hack rats versus gearheads. Yes, here we go. Now, hack rats. Hack rats. That's a good name. I just made it up. Go ahead. Hack rats. I, I do like that, actually. It's pretty yeah, good. With the windy pack. They're pack rats. Um, at the beginning of the show, the claims I made, I'm not even saying you're wrong. What was the context of me saying that I hated those intros? That didn't happen. Oh, you did. I was going to go look for it, but I woke up late after my conquest. I don't think you said you hated them. You just said, I don't prefer those. Because I made, this is how I know, Mike, because I made yeah. 10 of them. I brought her over here. We did a whole I really session. Like, I, it's funny that you, and maybe I did say it jokingly on the show. Or, you, you mean I said it on the show or I said it? <laughs> yes. In, oh, I'm going to find it. If you don't think I'm going to find that audio today, I'm going to find that audio. And it's going to say, I don't like these. I like the funnier ones. We have an AI voice. Use that. Don't use a real voice. It doesn't really work. It's not funny. It's not, something like that. So I got sad. I go, I have nine of these and they're good. And some of them were making fun of you in a really funny way. You shouldn't have deleted them. I like them. I specifically. No, that's how it works here. Nope. Nope. And I also no second liked, chances. I, I like the British guy. Oh, I can bring him back. For, yes, I will bring him all back, but I, I did that one at 3.30 in the morning in my <laughs> refractory period. You understand? 
That's how you know Hackride is the British guy when he's like, well, that one I can bring back. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Chud. Uh, Team crumpets all the time, baby. Uh, I bet Mike wishes he was deaf too right about now. <laughs> oh, shut up. I don't go anywhere Tiny anymore. I don't, have a sh- I don't have a show anywhere. You can deal with me for five fucking minutes. Come on. <laughs> uh, also, uh, can we talk about questioning, releasing our private, yeah, funny conversations? Because that's not what friends do, right, Mike? Friends don't release private conversations like that. No, Hackrat, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying you released information. I'm saying you didn't have the context of what I was saying, and you tweeted. Well, get in the context first. (laughs) I'm gonna do a joke. Here is the joke. Not hey, stop doing pedo shit. That made me. (laughs) I didn't say hey, stop doing it. I said this week, uh, don't curse or put do pedo shit. Jokes in the intro. Had you said? Had you said? Uh, why? I would have explained to you. Because Mike has my back. You, you, uh, you must know with me, Mike, there's always a why. You must tell me why. To leave the why out, you are just dangling that yes. fucking carrot in front of my face asking me. That's a great point. Balls with it. That's no, a, great point. a great point. It, I didn't think it would be done that quickly. Before <laughs> yeah, I even almost, sent, I, I didn't have time to send a second message. I'll what send Hackride a message and I will have seven paragraphs back before the next minute is up. I don't know yes, how he does it. Ch- Give me a chance to ruin your life. You didn't even give me a chance. <laughs> and then I, I ruined can't... it anyway. <laughs> and then and then this is what I like from Hackride as he goes, Oh, stop your stop your bitch and no one even saw it. And I'm like, <laughs> because you deleted it. <laughs> yes, a problem solved. Uh, slap, slap hand. Everything's good. Water under the bridge. But but it, it is kind of funny because that is all what friends do. And I absolutely that's fair and I agree. That sort of act can really damage a friendship and relationship. Of yes, course, nine minutes you. later, you're calling your great friend and podcast co-host, uh, co-host the beautiful geek from Rochester, a comrade. So really, what is it? <laughs> what is a friend to you, Mike? Is I it mean, something to be... Spot the lie. Spot the lie. That's true. Way to Carl, stay consistent. Hackride's right. Carl does only disclose that to me in our private messages. He says, call me yes. a comrade. I've betrayed <laughs> that trust. Yes, I, should, I should have figured that out when neither of you called me to fill in for what W-A-T-S when he was in that airport. Oh, I guess Reddit tells the magnificent nerd from Coral Gables to jump. He pushes his glasses black to his face and says, how high? I can only do that show with Carl or Vinnie Paulino. Those are the only two people I'm contractually I, I've done it. What are you talking about? Have, have I been next? Have they next me? You filled in for anyway. Mike, though, to be fair. Yes, anyway, follow, find Hackride on Who Are These Broadcasters every other week on Who Are These Podcasts. Yes. Oh, good. Yes, and yeah. subscribe to Hackride, for God's sake. Become a yes, member. But- would you like to have just a few minutes of comedy? Yeah, sure. I was washing my dick off this morning, so I didn't have a lot of time. Here we go! Poor Electra Fry is just sitting here. David Collins! Oh, my God. I had a heart attack when Blind Mike sent me that message. Uh, by the way, <laughs> so the intros are all yours, bro. Woo, I'm glad that's off my seat, my back, my shoulders now. All yours, David Collins. Now that you're living, get to work. All right. I was so sad when I got that message. My world stopped. The sweat under my arms pooled. So I texted him as quickly as possible. Hey, David, you alive? And I attached the file that you sent me. I waited patiently, Mike. Craig, I waited there. Finally, a ding. And I look. And the message says, this is a flip phone. Can't open link. And I go, that's our boy. He's back. He's alive. <laughs> David Collins lives. <laughs> Holy that sense of humor. <laughs> that man is not in a ditch. Guaranteed not in a ditch with that sense of humor. It's just a flip phone. He look, It is not a flip phone. He has a real phone. And he looked at it and he goes, I'm going to just say it's a flip phone. I love that man. I love David 
Collins, please. All right. And uh, make sure you see David Collins first appears on Hackride Studios this Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern with oh, wow. John, pronounced John, and Eric the Hackner in Talking Poop. Yes, I'm really going to test his weird gene. Yes, he yeah. thinks he's weird. <laughs> You're on with a toilet and a dead midget. Let's go, weirdo. What do you got? <laughs> All right. That's coming up. And now, on to Opie. <clears throat> Mike. Baldwin voice over Opie voice every time. Never do that Opie voice again. If I hear that, I quit. <laughs> that Opie voice is wretched. Garbage. No, no. no, no. You're so making fun of my radio show. <laughs> it's off. Opie is off. Yeah. Uh, Subway's in New York are dangerous for celebrities, Opie. You haven't seen the thousand pictures of Roger Waters sitting on a train just looking pissed? No one's <laughs> bothering him. But yeah, Opie, Dark Side of the Moon has nothing on Jocktober. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, that's a big fly joke. All right, go. going to, like yes, it. Coach AP, HP. Oh, this guy, I didn't watch last week that part. So are you, are you getting bored? Are you, are you okay? Is everything okay? No. You need a drink? Adjusting myself. All right, just making sure, Craig, your hair looks weird. All right, uh, Coach HP. You look like a cartoon. Interviewer. This is, this is, this is like an amazing interview. Do you guys remember when the head of the CIA was on with Coach and admitted to such things as aliens and the JFK assassination? And then Coach immediately asked him a 20-minute five-part question on his thoughts about the aristocrats. It was amazing. <laughs> coach, Coach, unlike every ex-girlfriend I ever left in crippling debt, you know how to move on, baby. I love it. Get it? He moves on really quick. That's okay. All right, Jeannie Henderson. Yeah. Yes, yes. He, this man got laid down. last night. Yes, yes, yes. This is, uh, I guess, you're better to keep the jizz in you to be funny. Hey, uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Like, Why is that I funny like to that you, Friar? <laughs> oh, I should do more improv. All right. All right. Six down, GD Henderson. That's where that Henderson. fucking cat ended up. Yes. He's six feet down. You get it? That's where we put the cat. It was all the joke at the end. God, I'm doing terrible today. Although he is a cheap ass. $400. Where did you get that litter box? Facebook Method Place? I swear to God, the new ones are almost $700 right now. Hey, oh, is that right? All right. Yes. Hold up. Yes, $700. And by the way, Blind Mike, you now have a Santa gift wish list from Hagride. You can buy the litter box. Yes. All right. That's my time, folks. Not very good this week. I'm sorry. But always remember to ask, who would Jesus blame? Who would he blame? That's the number one question in all of our lives. Who would he blame? I like I like this one. I laughed a few times. You get two the Muslims. Yeah, I think it's the Muslims. <laughs> it's not very liberal of you. Why, can, I, can I ask? I I enjoy having Electra Fry here, but why is she? What are you doing? I really don't know. He's like be there at this time, and I'm like there. I feel bad. Oh. Does she have a does she have a purpose here? Not that I don't love seeing her, but that is sexist. Of course, women have purposes, Mike. They're not just here to feel and come in. Hackright, I'm starting to think you. Uh, there's some shit's getting lost in translation here. When did I ever say you can't say tits on the show? On the show, when I said tits, tits, and you like quit saying that. Quit saying it. I said tits, so I kept saying it. Uh, please, please pull this. I need to hear yeah, me pull say that it. along with the. I think you smoke sure so much pot right. that you're like, I need to. Hear, this is what I definitely heard. <laughs> I'm cool. listen, it was it, it was like we're just saying that word, and you were frustrated by me saying it, so I kept saying it. You got more frustrated. You're saying this didn't happen. I, I imagine no, this great. All I remember. Let me ask you. Hold on. Hold on let me. Let me Electrify. Oh, now she has a purpose. <laughs> Would you say that hack ride can be difficult to communicate with at, at times? 
I mean, yes, that yes. would be a, a little bit. I'd say a little bit. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, it's like a, that song. So is it is it possible you get so bit? worked up, Hack Ride, that you, you forget sometimes? You, what the, you think what, what you want is being said. <laughs> what you want here is being said. How dare all of you question me? Do I see checks showing up to my house with a lecture? Oh, you can't question me. You have no ownership over the demon. I just try my best oh, for you. Fuck. And yes, I don't communicate well. Today. Not at all. He didn't forget that at all. No. Proof. I heard you guys Proof. on the intro, but I thought it was one of the best ones that he forgot to do. Proof. <laughs> That's why I bring her around. All right, Electrify, you were here during this whole tits debate. Did I say don't say tits or was I like, how does this French fry have tits? I think that was. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to you. Exactly. Oh, exactly. You always back me up. Why? You're right, Blind Mike. Why did I bring her on? You say nothing. (laughs) You bring nothing to the show. Oh, I'm looking the Um, wrong way. You bring nothing to. I wanted to talk about Craig's hairline. There we go. Tell your joke. (laughs) Hit me. Creepers. I I mean, Craig's. I thought you're. uh, I thought about puking when I saw your hairline. Well, then I said no. I'm not going to puke. It's just going to be a little acid reflux in the back of my throat. And then it's like a double widow's peak. It's like a twin peak. That's your hairline. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Looks like we're going to have to do a comedy class. (laughs) (laughs) Ship Electrify. (laughs) She did it. She did a double punchline. She did a punchline and then went into the second punchline. Uh, Buller two bucks. Don't let Montante hear that voice. Craig's hairline or something. <laughs> it's like gross or something. When, it, when uh, are you taking it all off, Craig? Craig, Craig when are you taking it all off? When are you going to shave? It looks, shave? It looks pretty good. Just make it into a It looks pretty good right now. Do you mohawk, find in your in your real life, because this is, this is not like one guy. It is a mohawk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing's ever been a bit and just built or anything like no, that. Craig, this is something I never mentioned it. A bunch of people individually commented, mm-hmm. like, I'm mm-hmm. getting sick looking at Craig's hairline. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like, but people come have come together through this. I, I, I'm bringing everyone together, and if they if they super chat, if they super chat us 300 bucks, I'll put a hat on. Simple as that. What a sweetheart. Simple as now, that. Are people, but I'm asking, are people in your life, like, I can't stand to look at, hey, I'd love to keep having this conversation about minor attracted persons. <laughs> you need to put something on your head. No. Really? Time to yeah. go, it's time to go the Tim Pool route, I think. Get, get a little skull cap. I think that'll make that, you look dude. tough. Dude, where's boy, that in Jerry's August? friends with that uh, Dr. Robert Leonard. You know, you could get something done. Yeah, I'll do that. Get a, we'll, get a, uh, we'll get a sponsorship for the program, and then I'll right. go do that. And then I'll be bleeding down my face. <laughs> I'm wearing hats. Yeah. Hey, have, you, have you guys mentioned membership since the beginning? Because I told you you to do no. it. Like, <laughs> yes. No timestamps, no membership. What's going on here? Let's hey, Hack Ride, we, we had to spend Great. 10 minutes telling people to go to blindmike.net because the intro didn't have it. Yeah, blindmike.net, guys, is where you can go. And you can, if you're oh. watching on YouTube right now, get a gifted membership. Someone you love. You should buy a <laughs> membership. No do the same for Hack Ride. <laughs> Follow at Hack Ride on YouTube. We appreciate it. Yes. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> I see Anything you in else, there. Uh, what what do you got to eat in there? It's just all sugar. Sugar no Zempic. Dude, I'm down 52 pounds. Leave me alone. Oh, yeah? Is that what, he, is that what the kid weighed and you well, killed him? Now you're down 52 pounds? That's what you call it? When you murder children, you're down. All right. Uh-huh. Anything, else, uh, anything else, guys, before we get out of here? Can we Child talk about murder birthdays? and rapist. <laughs> Birthdays? I have the same birthday as Tom Brady. 
You should do a bit about that. Yes, I, I have a bit. I wrote a bit last night about birthdays. Okay. Uh, your birthday is the anniversary your mom shit on you. Yay! It's <laughs> right. fun. Because most babies get shit on. You get it? Yeah, no, I, I did not do that. I did not. I swear. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well. Rowdy. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> He's still in the backstage staring at me. I don't like it. <laughs> Will you? So you don't have any of the segments stamped? I have them time stamped. Oh, okay. All right. Good, yeah. good, good. He wants me to be so in the moment, like when uh, I'm like, man, we're really laughing don't right do now. This. I to, agree with Hackrod. To timestamp it? What? Yeah. Do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Whatever when Hackrod says goes. All right. I don't like what he's doing backstage right now. <laughs> All right. I'm going to kick him. All I right, can't, everybody. I can't Thank him. you for uh, joining us. As Hackrod said, get a, get a membership for goodness sake. I'm going to go do it for Hackrod. Mm-hmm. You can do it for us. Hackrod as well. Uh, go to verygoodshow.org where they pretend they do a podcast and suck money out of you and don't do whatever. Uh, it's there. Both shows came out with an episode last week. Go check them out. Uh, how sweet of them. Yep. Uh, recording tonight uh, when this comes out for uh, the free people, eight o'clock, verygoodshow.org. Go watch. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, go to verygoodshow.org, support Craig. Maybe we can get him some uh, hair replacement surgery. Mm-hmm. And uh, for this program, go to blindmike.net. That's where you can get all our links. If you want to support the show for free, listen, I know every goddamn podcast asks for your money, says become a member, whatever. If you want to do that, we appreciate it. But uh, also, if you just want to, you know, subscribe on YouTube, uh, leave a five-star review wherever you get podcasts, comment, tap the notification bell, tell people, share it on social media. All that stuff is free to do, and it helps the show as well. So uh, we appreciate that also if you want to go to blindmike.net. And uh, go to follow uh, Hack Ride everywhere. He's on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Follow that gentleman as well. Mm-hmm. Well, this was an exhausting one, huh? <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, we'll see you later, folks. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way. Everyone all the way. Now, this is very interesting. To, now, really, ladies, if you listen in, and men. And everybody in between. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me Mike Vrabel's story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. Stop, my belly hurts. Can you please kindly F off, please? If a person is on a bridge threatening to jump, how do we know that he wants help? Anyway. God bless America.